Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Good evening and welcome to our podcast. Tonight is Saturday, February 7th. 2015. We are freedom from covert harassment and surveillance. We're here on Saturdays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time to educate and assist those who are targets of organized stalking, remote electronic assaults, and more. And to let you know that you are not alone and that there are many thousands and millions of us nationwide and worldwide working together for our freedom. Views expressed during our podcast are those of our callers and not necessarily those of FFCHS. Okay, we have an announcement this evening. Um, For those in central New York, there will be a support group meeting on Saturday, February 21st, 2015 at 1 p.m. at the Manlius Public Library, 1 Archie Albanese Avenue, Manlius, New York, just east of Syracuse, New York. For more information, the contact person is John Mudashevsky, and his email is johnmiod at yahoo.com. Okay, this year, I believe, will be a very important activism year for the TI community, which follows an amazing 2014. It is just now early February And already we have five events on the calendar that are in the works. The Walkathon being one of them, and it has just been brought to my attention this past week. It's something that's relatively easy and doable for our group. So tonight we welcome the planning committee for this event as they would like to gather more committee members and volunteers for this project. So at this time we ask Terry to start eight to begin our discussion. Terry, if you're here, could you please start eight on your telephone? There she is. Hello. Okay, Terry, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, excellent. And uh, is there anyone else you'd like to bring on with you? Yes, I believe Rick is here. And I'm uh, you... not sure who else. I think, did I hear Cassandra? Cassandra, okay. Uh, those of you on the committee, if you would star eight, please, so I can unmute your line. Okay, there's Cassandra. And anyone else want to speak here with Terry? Mary was on our call. If she would like to speak, she can start eight, too. Okay, I don't see Connecticut. Uh, what about East Virginia, Debbie, who's on our call? Rick is here. Oh, Rick is here. Wow. He is speaking tonight. 
Oh. Rick is uh, a little reticent sometimes. Uh, Derek, I'd like to mute my phone. What's, what is it, star six to mute and unmute? Oh, okay, star, yeah, star six, and when okay. you want to speak, star six again. All right, thank you. Okay, um, looks like we're all here. Uh, Jerry, if you guys would like to uh, speak about this event, would, you know, whatever you'd like to share with us, be fine. Okay, I'll start, and then, Rick, I'll, I'll let you kind of explain what, what your idea was from the beginning. We had a call this evening that we discussed the idea of a walkathon, and we are considering having the event in the Washington, D.C. area, and we are debating if we want to do it in the spring or further out in fall. Or both. And, or both. And we are seeking volunteers to be a part of it, and we also are wanting this to be a fundraiser. So we are also asking all TIs to sponsor, those of us who are walking, and we are asking for at a minimum a dollar per targeted individual to donate to us for this effort. And actually, I would, I would like to ask $5 from every targeted individual to sponsor us for the event but um, we had a call tonight where we discussed some different aspects, and we are looking to form a volunteer committee so that we can um, uh, make for more decisions about it. And I think I'll let Rick talk now about his idea that he came up with for this. Okay, so far we have six people who volunteered to be on the walkathon committee, and we have room for more. So if anybody wants to get involved, speak up. Well, they can't right now. Oh, that's you... right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Um, well, I guess we know what uh, he, he means. Uh, at the time, at the right time, then uh, if you guys want to volunteer, then uh, certainly uh, let them know that you'd like to help with this, and uh, that would be appreciated. Okay. What the committee will do is we will discuss and research the route for the walkathon. We will discuss the financial goal. We will discuss the type of t-shirts, the color and the message to go on the t-shirts. We will discuss media exposure with the help from the media committee. We will discuss the legalities of doing a walkathon, the date or dates for the walkathons the message on the flyers, and whatever else we need to do to make it happen. Then we would run it by Derek and the board. Now the objective of the walkathon is to raise money for test equipment, promote more awareness of our cause, and promote TI camaraderie. Because I know there's a lot of TIs isolated that like to network and get involved with other TIs and projects that will benefit us. Right. And and unity and camaraderie are really prime uh, uh prime attributes for this cause. You know, if we uh as long as we can keep together, there is hope that we can arrive at a solution. So that's an important element for us. Yeah. And as Terry mentioned, um, we want to raise funds to buy test equipment, and we'll talk to Neil's research group 
this uh, he'll best advise us on what type of test equipment we need to buy. And this would be a good opportunity for all the TIs that want to do something for our cause, but they don't know what to do or they don't know how to do it. If they would pledge to sponsor a walker or volunteer to walk, then they would be doing something constructive for our cause. And if they would also be interested in volunteering to help us with the planning of it, they don't have to be in, involved in walking, but if they want to still be involved in the planning process, we're welcoming anybody who would like to, um, you know, be a part of it. So it doesn't matter really where you are. And as a matter of fact, there could be other parts of the country where simultaneously on the same day that we're having a walk with on on the East Coast, that we could have simultaneous um, walkathons throughout the country. It might be where we could, you know, even go so far as to do that. So I think it's you know, with spring coming up. People are going to want to get outdoors after the long winter. It's going to be nice to get out and be with each other, get to know each other better, have a common goal, be exposed, you know, try to spread the message, and at the same time, raise some money because we really desperately need raise the money and this would be a way we could do it and if we can get everyone to pledge a walker the more we can get people to pledge the more we can you know make out of this so how many miles well that's another thing we'll have to discuss on on the committee about how many miles i don't think we've brought that up yet i don't think we've discussed the uh, length of it or did we i had to leave the call a couple times I don't remember, Rick. Did we? Did you discuss the length of that trail that you had in mind? No, that hasn't been decided because the route hasn't been decided yet. Okay. I mean, we would probably. What would you think is our minimum that we would want to do? I would say minimum would be five miles. I would agree with that. I was thinking five miles too. And a minimum. <laughs> Okay, um, is there a, um, and I guess everybody will be pledging, uh, you're trying to get uh, uh, everyone to pledge a certain amount per mile, uh, and whether it be from family members, community members, uh, strangers, anybody that would help with this cause, um, okay. you might want to work on like a, a spiel, say if you're talking to someone for the first time, somebody that you might not know, how you would how you would explain this um, this walkathon, which is something that everybody knows what a walkathon is, but you have to be able to explain your cause in a very concise uh, spiel, so that um, everyone could get it in just a few words. So um, that's something that you might want to work on. I don't have the words at this right uh, right at this moment, but it might be something you guys can maybe write up so that you guys, it would just roll off your tongue, mm -hmm. um, whatever you want to say, and it will be clear uh, even to someone who does not know what this cause is in just a few words. So um, that's going to be a marketing issue for you guys, and maybe right. the media guys can help you with that, how you can package this event. Right. Derek, if I may make a suggestion, I'd like that newsletter that you put out on the first page 
use the letterhead and then put maybe a picture of something applicable and then a few comments about your organization and how many people are in it and what is their problem and give that out. You've got to put a piece of paper in their hands that they may take home with them. Mm, That's imperative. That's one. Two, let me make a suggestion about how to do a -a walk-a-thon. I'm in Virginia Beach, Virginia, and we have a 40-foot-long boardwalk, 40 blocks, 40 blocks. On Easter Sunday, everybody goes there, no matter how cold it is, and walks on the boardwalk. So... That day, if there were 10 people in 10 T-shirts walking down that boardwalk, everybody would see them. And they go for pleasure, and they stop, and they talk, and they walk their dogs, and all the fun things go on. So if you can connect it to an event that will have people, it would not be such a long walk, but it would be interesting, and it would be entertaining, and people have time to take notice. Connect your walkathon to some event where you're going to get people. Okay, this, this brings up an idea also. And um, uh, let's see, a little bit early, Alice, before we, uh, you know, we haven't really opened the calls of the callers just yet. Um, this brings up an idea, um, Carrie, what she, you know, what she just said. Uh, we should probably add a video component to this event. Um, we would eventually like to be able to um, uh, get some video footage, uh, gather some video footage of TIs and meetings and events, and kind of um, we like to do a documentary about our cause, so we're going to need some footage. Okay. And an event like this would be prime footage. It's uh, people in T-shirts. Yeah, you know, walking around the public, having a good time. Right. So I think this would be very good. We, maybe we can do some interviews, you know, of some of the participants, yeah. um, the organizers. Yeah. You know, I I think it'll be a lot of fun. So yeah, um, we could do that. And, a and video and, component should be part of this. Okay, I agree. And then to uh, reply to Alice, um, yes, we are wanting to do this in conjunction with an event. And we are considering in the spring two specific events. In April, they have the Cherry Blossom Festival, which draws a lot of tourists. And then also Memorial Day, which on Memorial Day, there's many events that take place in Washington, D.C. And a lot of people come in for Memorial Day, and a lot of veterans are actually bussed in. The Veterans Affairs Administration buses a lot of them in. Other veterans groups will, will bus large numbers of vets in from all over the country, as well as many other people that will go to D.C. for Memorial Day. So I think, you know, both of those events that take place in the spring, there's a lot of people in D.C. in the spring anyway, because people don't really want to go to D.C. when it's 95 degrees in the summer. But when it's springtime, I think that's probably when they have the majority of their tours. So I'm all for doing it in the spring. We have some people that really want to plan this thing out a lot longer and um, do more more planning, and, and they want more media attention. And so they want to kind of do it in the fall. And we could do that, but I don't know. I mean, the only, the only holiday that we really have, and it's not even fall, it's still officially summer, is Labor Day. And it could be quite hot because Labor Day is usually the first, I think it's the first week of September. 
And we generally have temperatures potentially in the 90s, you know, into halfway through September. So I think we probably don't want it to be an extreme heat because there's some targets who probably, you know, would not want to walk in, in extreme heat. And I, for one, would not want to do that. I would much rather walk in cool weather than walk in hot weather. I'll never forget going to Washington, D.C. in July, and it was 95 to 100 degrees, and my feet were scorching on the pavement. We were dying to get back in the car to get into some air conditioning. We will not have that opportunity. There will be no air conditioning. So I think it is going to be best to not go in the heat of summer. Just personal experience in D.C., it's very humid and very hot. So I I think that, you know, April or May are are ideal months for this. One benefit from doing it early in the year, like in spring, is that we can see uh, if we're going to run into any unforeseen problems, um, what kind of uh, response we're going to get from the people early on. Right. How many people are going to be out there and where? It could be, well, if you want to do a bigger one, it could be a precursor to the bigger one. I agree. Plus, we'll raise money on two occasions or more than one occasion. I've been to D.C. in the summer. It's not pretty when it's hot and humid. It is not pretty. And five miles is... You know, for some of us, I don't walk five miles every day. So five miles, you know, it may may be a challenge. And it's going to be a whole lot easier to do five miles in cool weather than it will be in hot weather. Well, how about in October? Pick, um, what's Uh, that, um, Veterans Veterans Day is in October? November. And, and, you know, just personally, I don't want to wait till the end of the year to do something. I mean, I'd really want to do this, especially in spring. You know, April, I'd like to do it in April, personally. I'd rather not wait very long to do this. Well, I'm just thinking that if you do it in the spring, it's not a, enough time for planning. It's not a, enough time, really, to get a, a a good amount of people who will pledge. Um, I'm just thinking that that later on, you know, in fall will be cooler, a little cooler. Well, by the time we get around November, how many people are going to lose interest? That's my concern. The well, further out we plan this, the more people are going to lose interest in it. I, I almost think it's something that you have to plan within two to three months. And I think two to three months is plenty of time to prepare. It just seems like there's a committee who's diligently working on it that it should be able to be planned. I mean, what do you think, Rick? I personally have cabin fever, and I want to get out. Me too. Amen. I'm ready to get out. I'm ready to bust out. So that's two of us here, at least. Even if we have a small group that goes in the spring, I think it's best to at least go in the spring. We can see how the route is. We'll actually go and do it, and it could be a dry run if we want to make it a dry run for a larger event later on. But I think we should we should do it this spring. Well, 
Okay, it sounds like you guys have the basics uh, in mind. Uh, anything else you'd like to add? I think that's all. Okay. Um, yeah, we have several months to plan this event. Um, there are details, um, you know, leading up to this event in terms of organizing and, and that and uh, et cetera. However, let's see, February, March, March, April, May, June. Four months, I think, is enough time to uh, to get all those details uh, wrapped up, in my opinion, uh, if you guys are consistent and you work along with the uh, the, meta, the uh, media committee. Um, as far as the media, they probably don't need a lot of notice uh, to get there. Uh, a few days ahead of time is all that they need because they're chasing, you know, stories um, up until, you know, just a few days beforehand. So, um, but, you know, some of these other details, like applying for a permit if needed, well, I guess I guess a, a permit might not be uh, needed for this particular event. Uh, but th- there's some other details. I think there's you've allotted enough time for that. If we don't have to have a permit, that saves uh, a lot of paperwork right there. Oh yeah. So the logistics will be basically getting T-shirts, um, getting people there at the same time on the same day, mm-hmm. and um, whatever printed materials you'll need. Um, and sponsors. Sponsors, that'll be important. Right. And uh, give you time to plan the route, you know, exactly where you guys are going to walk. That's going to be needed. So uh, that's most of what you guys will need to do. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. And um, then I was thinking also, you know, we have to have refreshments for those who are walking. So we have to think of what. That, that's great. That's great PR. Um, volunteers along the um, the route, you know, to get water mm-hmm. um, or whatever other comforts along the way. Uh, that, you know, cheering people on. You know, you can see you see that sometimes on these walks and stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. All of that would be needed, you know, for this. So, okay, I think we're about ready for uh, to open the lines to uh, the callers for questions or comments. So. Um, at this time, we're going to go ahead and open the lines to uh, to all who would like to speak to the committee. Uh, star 8 is the request to talk feature to begin our discussion. Okay, I've unmuted a few people. If you have questions or comments for the uh, committee. Yeah, Derek, I was on the call with them earlier, and uh, only my only suggestion is, man, uh, I think if you want to bring attention to yourself, do not pull a permit, all right? Because they don't have no permit to torture all of us. So I would say don't pull a permit and then just march silent because they use a silent weapon on us. So... You, you when you uh, do not pull a permit and march silent with signs or whatever. If somebody asks you a question, then you explain what's going on. Mm-hmm. I got a question for Wesley. Is he going to come up with the bail money? 
I mean, you, I mean, you want to bring attention to yourself, man, okay? The bail money, don't worry about the bail money, man, okay? Don't even worry about that. Don't even think like that, man. See, you got to think positive, brother. Everything, as long as you're doing God work, trying to explain this to people, you will be taken care of, brother. Uh, amen. Hello? Uh, yes. Who's there? You have a question or comment? Yes. Um, I'm trying to get through for a while. Uh, okay. Whoever that is, we can barely hear you. Bridget? Can't hear you. And, um, you guys were talking about some walkathon, but I'm unable to go there since I'm in California. Um, but is there anything I can do as far as, uh, you know? As far as what? Okay, uh, we can't hear whoever that is. Uh, as far as coping with this situation, with this uh, harassment. <laughs> Just pledge some money, even if you don't get a... Uh, you're not sponsoring a walker, just, you know, to the fund. Just send in something because we're trying to, to get equipment to um, identify signals, you know, coming into uh, our homes. So, you know, that, that that's the minimum that all targets could do, whether or not you, you walk or whether or not you sponsor. Just, you know, even if you don't do either one of those, send in, you know, Five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five dollars. That would be real, real helpful. Okay. And where do I send that to? Well, every you know everything goes to um, to, to Derek, but I'm quite sure a special fund will be set up, um, and 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 we'll we'll probably work those things out a little later. But mm-hmm. um, as far as what all targets can do is just send in some money, send in some cash. We, you know, we're trying to reach a goal. We're trying to do something. Right. And submit ideas um, for the um, the wording on the T-shirts. We're looking for uh, ideas for for what our T-shirt should read. So, if you want to submit any suggestions, you know, we're open here. From, you know. Well, without it being organized, I'd like to just say I'm on the West Coast. I mean, I think it's a great idea for you East Coast people, but we're kind of left out in the cold. And I think having more planning for uh, fall would give people that are really have something to look forward to um, a chance to attend, um, you know. And I, I would also, I, and I hate to how are you going to work this meter reading? Once you get to the meters, who gets selected? To come to get that's so weird. I don't. I don't do that to you on your call when you're speaking. So when you get these meters, then who gets selected to um, have their home done, and then who is used as a certified electrician to ta- to have it done? Well, naturally, okay. it would be somebody who was savvy with electronics. And very familiar with the equipment and the type of frequencies they're hitting us with. And that's and you got to. I mean, that's you, a lot of people that. I mean, you need to know right. your injuries. You know what injuries do. What radiological frequency injuries is. 
so that you know how long it's going to last. Mm-hmm. When it because there's a latency from the infection when you were exposed to to it, you know, and it does control the mind at the time of attack that you're exposed. There's a, a takeover from the moment you're exposed. So it's really unless you're red, protected and have a meter, you know around you, it's going to be hard to know where this stuff is. My Most of my latest discoveries of, of weaponry has been in store ceilings. I've, you know, I'm starting to detect it in the ceilings now. So if you go into stores, I would advise, you know, thick, you know, rain gear or something like that, or just rain gear with um, gloves, because it can leak from your shopping cart into your hands. And uh, you won't know it for maybe a day. You'll you'll thank, be turning the next day. Thank thank you, Don. Um, I'd like to respond to the question that she had posed. Um, as far as the test equipment, who's going to be using and such, we have to raise the money first. Right, that's right. So I mean, I think that the priority is to see what we can raise for money. And, and I am still advocating for the spring walk because we need the money now. We don't need the money in October or November. We need it now. So I think we should have a, a walkathon now. And then if people want to do a bigger one for October, November, then we can also be planning for that. But I don't think we need to wait until October, November to raise some funds. People are suffering now. People are suffering right now and, and in need and in need of help right now. I don't think waiting till November is, is, is at all in our interest. Okay, so well, we don't have to, yeah, we've already kind of decided the time frame for that. We've already kind of decided, so let's not argue about that. And also, for those in California, there are a number of events that are in the planning, so you don't have to feel left out. Um, and we'll be talking about those in the coming weeks. Right. Well, say if, if California would like to, to make their own, you know, walkathon, they're absolutely welcome be great if we could have an East Coast walkathon and a West Coast walkathon for the same day. That'd be great if there's some folks out there that would like to do it. I I think they should plan for one as well. It'd be awesome. Absolutely. We possibly report. That's a good point. You know, from from the East Coast to West Coast and simultaneously be doing video. Simultaneously. That'd be great to put in that documentary. But don't leave out That's the right. North and the South. Those people in those states would maybe want to do a a walkathon. You know, also. Um, well, the good thing about D.C. is it's pretty much right in the middle between north and south. So it sits right about where that Mason-Dixon line is. So, I mean, it, it meets right in the middle. But the, I mean, southern, the people in the southern states and those people in the northern states may want to also do something also. That'd you be know. great. Yep, that's a good idea. We could There could be several right. walkathons all over the country. That's right. That's yeah, right. I mean, the more we could, we could do, the better. I mean, this thing doesn't have to be contained to one location. It could be as big as we want it to be. Hello? Hello? Uh, yes. Oh, I'm, I just have a quick question. I haven't slept in about two... They have woken me up every night for the past two months, and I've only gotten about three hours of sleep, and I just really want to know if, if you guys have any ideas if I could just go somewhere. Who is speaking? 
This is Mike, and I am a targeted individual. Where are, okay. you, from? Where are you from, Mike? I'm from Central California, and they're targeting my heart. And Me too. I'm in California, too. I don't know if it will help you because you probably have nano in your body, and, and you know that can be accessed anywhere. You're an antenna. What he so, needs to do is get on a shielding call on Friday, and right. and that's what that call is all about. And, yeah, you're going to need to, to shield your head. Um, there's sleep depriving you. There's all kinds of sleep deprivation beams. There's all kinds of different waves. There's all kinds of different frequencies that they can use. Okay, um, for this uh, for this call, we're, the first couple hours we'll be talking about uh, this project, and then uh, if you're around then, we'll be talking about uh, a variety of other topics. Uh, right now we're focused on this event that we have that's coming up, and um, you're welcome to uh, to, to uh, hang around for a while, and then we'll, be open the call, we'll open the call to general topics, and we can discuss your issue if you like. Okay. Derek, how about dividing the country and having everybody do it all the same day and say, set it up, let's do one in Seattle, one in L.A., one in Dallas, one in Florida, I don't know what city, and one in Washington, D.C., and one in New York. And if you have five or ten people at each one of these, TIs don't have to travel very far. You decide on a date like some holiday, such as Easter or um, whatever the holiday suits you, and have them all do it the same day, people would not need to travel as far. It would be less expensive for them all. It would all be done the same day. Secondly, I would avoid a cherry blossom festival unless you want to get into an unbelievable, impossible amount of traffic. And that Washington, D.C. is always impossible in traffic. It's unreal. It's not even human. (laughs) <laughs> I, don't even go, I grew up right outside there in Virginia but I don't even go up there anymore I cannot even think of it it's so horrible unless you fly in or unless you take the bus in and you're going to have to walk because you cannot drive so I'm not sure Cherry Blossom's time to do it because that's impossible well no you don't drive but that's why D.C.'s metro system is so extensive and so wonderful. It's one of the best in the country. Yeah. Hello? But you got to get in and out somewhere else. Can you tell me what you do to protect your heart? Because I feel like I'm getting attacked right now. Anything you can get a hold of. Try try a bottle of water. Try a gel pack. Try ice. Try, um, I used to use my cast iron pans. Yeah, try, um, try thick metal metal baking sheets, heavier yep. you can find. and Cast iron skillet. Uh-huh, stuff like that. Do you have right. a, a, a window shade that you put in your car that's aluminum? You can yeah. try. Yeah, that's, I, I use that. It wraps around my body. Hmm. Yeah, bubbled aluminum. All right, so like I'm mean, gonna be like a milk gallon, a gallon of milk with ice in it or something. Yep. Yeah. All right. Sometimes water helps the blood. So my my heart rate is so high. Like I they say I have a 177 over like 94 or something. Okay, you need to lie down if you can, 
If you can take aspirin, you take two or three aspirin. I do this when the heart goes into fibrillation. You lie down, take two or three aspirin to thin the blood, dissolve them, and take them with milk, a big glass of milk. But you got to get your legs up higher than your heart, and you and you hold them up higher, and you just lie there, you know, 10, 15, 20 minutes. And that lets your blood thin, and that lets your blood slow down the heart. Do you know if you're in fibrillation or not? No. Hey, the well, part of the Duncan is what they're doing. They, uh, if you're in 100, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you're in 170 right, beats. I'm trying to explain if you're at 170 beats and you may be in fibrillation, which could be dangerous or not, you know, I guess, but you want to get it to slow down. And the only way you can do that is to do your aspirin if you can, lie down and leave your feet up as high as you can, put your legs straight up in the air and prop them against the wall or something. And then try real, real hard to relax if you can. And the tinfoil, they say, is great. I have a friend that has a piece of metal, and she just lays it over the front of her body. Um, if you have a leather karma. jacket or leather hat, put it on. This Anything is karma. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yeah, we hear you. The reason I started talking, requesting to talk is because she was talking about having it be her pulse, but you said, it, give me the numbers, because we gave me two numbers, which I don't think that's a heart rate. I think it's a blood pressure. Is that correct? That's um, like 177 over, over 90. That's, that's a blood pressure. pressure. That's not a heart. And, yes, it's high, but to um, to take that many aspirins for blood pressure isn't going to make that much difference. The best thing to do is move What's your um, heart rate? I mean, yeah. Could, do you know how to take your own pulse? I'd like you yeah. to do it on, on your throat. They call that the jugular. I want you to take it for a full minute. Because if you've got one number over another, that is a blood pressure. And if, um, Did you take that in your house or at the doctor's office? At the doctor's office. And they told me to come back with my blood pressure. They would say, "Oh, I'm going to take, I'm going to give you your blood pressure again because it's way too high," and they were really concerned. So I said, "Come back next week." And it's unexplained. I was in a mental hospital about June, and my blood pressure was fine. And then ever since, like the last five months, it's raised like really sky high, and I have like a like fluttering heart almost, or like palpitations. Yeah. <laughs> Right. If you can, try to get on a beta blocker. Right. Beta blockers would be good. But will you stop for a second? And I want you to t- I want you to put your fingers on the edge of your throat. Find your Adam's apple. Put your two fingers on your Adam's apple. Then I want you to slide down the side till you feel a pulse. And I want you to count them for an entire minute and tell me what it is. And do only one side, not both sides. Okay, um, Carmen, is there any way that you can talk with her privately? We do have a topic. We need to get back to that. Yeah. Um, Can can she email you her uh, telephone number or... 
something? Um, you, nine times out of ten, if it's important, I don't get it until a week later. If you know what, if you know her number, um, fax or um, text it to her. What, uh, what she what? can do right now is eat some garlic. Garlic will help lower her blood pressure. Right. You can call the 800 line, and I can get it, and then give it to you or whatever. Uh, if you know if you know Terry, you can get it for me. Actually, Terry's an RN. I have 90. 90 okay. for your heart rate? Yeah, it's a little bit on the high side. You but it's not a big deal. But it's really not. So, yeah, I would just try to find something to shield your over your heart and see. check it again then in about 15 or 20 minutes and see if it's starting to come down. All right, so put ice. Um, so I'm going to sleep with, like, uh, a gallon of ice in the bottle and throw in my heart. Oh. <laughs> You it doesn't have to be ice. It can be all kinds of different things. Right. I mean, there's a lot of things you can try. You can try leather. You can try lead. You can try um, rubber. You, there's a lot of products. You just have to experiment and see what works for you. Right. Okay. But if it's only 90, that's a, a whole different... You're not as in bad a shape as you think you are. So um, I'm rest assured at that. I'm going to just listen, I think. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's get back to our topic. We're talking with the uh, the Walkathon committee, and we're planning for this event. We're hope to, hoping to uh, to have it materialize around late May, early June, I believe, is the, uh, the target date, somewhere in there. And uh, we're getting some ideas, some volunteers, uh, some committee members uh, for this call, during this call, rather. So if you have a question or comment, please uh, star 8 to continue our discussion. Well, um, Derek, I mean, for us, like, um, is Karen on the call? Karen? Yeah, because she talked about having a couple of us um, go up to her area and... Uh, rally uh, in front of the steps somewhere, but, um, I mean, you know, I was up for that, so, I mean, I mean, maybe we can work on a Colorado-California connect and do the same thing the day that you guys are doing it. Well, that's an idea. Um, you know, oh, either you could do that or something in support of it. Um, you could work um, helping the committee organize the event also. Um, because it's going to need um it's gonna need some planning. Uh but as I was saying there there are some events coming up on the west coast uh over the next few weeks, um next couple of months that um something that's gonna be very significant. So um we're going to need people on the West Coast, so not to worry about uh, feeling left out. Uh, there's plenty that's going to be happening in the West Coast, and it's coming up pretty soon. If the people on the West Coast want to do a walkathon, they can join in with the walkathon committee, and they can learn what we learn and also contribute some more ideas. Yeah. Okay, do you have an app? Anybody else? Anybody who's interested, we absolutely invite you to share. 
Any ideas? And by all means, let's have more than one event in different locations. I'm in Orange County, California, so is there anything around here, San Diego? Well, yeah, actually there is. There's an event that's uh, coming up. Uh, let's see, this is uh, February. Actually, or even like to. Uh, there'll be a group meeting that's coming up probably at the end of this month or uh, next month. So um, the LA group meeting. So um, sometimes people come up from uh, San Diego to Orange County for that. Okay. But I'm in Yuma, which is only about, I don't know, 125 miles from you. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, well, you're welcome over here. Um, I think that's Shelly. Yes. You're welcome over here. And as I said, there will be uh, there's something in the planning for April, and um, I have to uh, to talk further with the organizer um, to give more specific details about that. But um, if um, if it's still in the planning, um, this is, this will be a major event with all kinds of personalities. Uh, nationally known personalities participating. So um, the West Coast will have plenty to do. Uh, there's something, uh, some things going on in the North also that are in the work. So um, there's several ideas on the table uh, uh, in various points on the West Coast. So um, And they just have not been announced as yet. So there's, there's plenty to do over here. Um, although you know you, you're still welcome to help participate in the in the walkathon. Oh, hi, Derek. Good evening, everyone. Hello. Hi. Okay. Yeah, this is Mary from Pennsylvania. Oh, Mary. Hi. How are you today? I'm fine. How about you? I'm fine. Uh, 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 Derek. Um, someone called me. Her name is Yolanda. She is so Yolande, yeah, you know about, uh, did you talk to her? She talked to me today, and she is really in bad, very bad uh, situation, and she's crying, no, no. And, and she yeah, she, said, she said no one tried to help her in, or anything, because I, I don't, she did not talk about it, more info about what she's, what, uh, uh, what she have already, but she is suffering, and and what is um, uh, hurt her most, no one helped her around, even from PI. And I told her I'm going to tell them that, and if they can try to, you know, figure something for her. Uh, hello? Well, um, that's a complicated issue, and um, that's uh, a different topic than what we're talking about right now, but... I'll talk to you about it uh, later, Mary. Hmm. It is, isn't it today for a uh, report of abuse too? The, the monthly abuse, the monthly abuse report today, or no? Um. Yeah, it's in the newsletter. If you get the newsletter, it's there. Uh, like the, how Jerry, I'm going to tell you one more time. I would like to talk to Karma. I'm 80 miles away from her. I think I can help her. 
She can come here and stay. She can come here and stay with where I live. We have four extra bedrooms here. She can come and stay here. I want. I have a okay. sister who lives in Omaha. I would like to help her. Okay. Are you in Omaha? Are you, in, what, are you in? Are you in Omaha? No, I'm in Sioux City, Iowa, which is about 90 miles from Omaha. She is the only person that I've ever well, heard uh, on the call. Not, well, she is not in Omaha now. I don't How know where she lives, but far away know. is she then? I mean, I don't doubt that she would have to move, but I can help her. She's in Omaha. Hmm. I, think I mean, she, I don't want, I'm not getting any information about where is she. Is she she's not in Omaha. Away? She's 500 miles away in South Dakota, and she's walking at the moment. Okay. Can okay. you hear me? I'm still only 500 miles away from her. I Hello. What I what I understood from her that she is under too much terrifying and abuse, and uh, she is scared even to speak what's going on with her. She does not speak in the phone too much because they like tell her if you speak, or they gonna do something bad to her and something like that. This is my my idea is she's under too much terrifying and abuse, and that's why she's scared. She uh, she's scared about. Uh, I don't know, she's scared what to do, no one around her too. She said her family, no one there, her friends, everyone left her. And she's like lonely too, and they are taking advantage of her more because there is no one around there. Okay, uh, Mary, we'll have to talk about that later. That is, a compl- as I said, that's complicated and it can't be solved over this over this line. If you want to call me, we can talk about that. I just want to let you know because uh, she really, she was so, she was crying too much and, and you know. Yeah, I know. She's always crying. She's always, she. Yeah. I, I know who she is. Okay. Getting back to our topic and we have the walk talk committee here for anyone that has uh, questions, comments about uh, this event that's coming up in a couple of months, in a few months. Um Start eight is the request to talk feature to join a discussion. Okay, I have so my friends here, so is there anything else important I need to know because I need to go? How we can get job if you we were talking about donation, but unfortunately I have no income lately and even when I apply for a job we can't find jobs. They don't hire us for reasons. Don't know what that. But how we can support each other uh, with finding jobs? I, I don't like anyone to donate money for me, but find a job. Is any help to find it for be able to find a job for TI? What city are you in? Okay, uh, we'll get back to that later. <laughs> okay, uh, we're talking about uh, the walkathon. Questions or comments about that? Derek, I think your committee should just set up their plans, put it on the web, and go from there. And you announce it on your call Monday night what it's going to be, and and then people will say yes, they'll participate, or no, they won't. Okay, uh, 
see. Uh, Jerry, uh, Rick, you guys have anything else you want to add? Um, I think our first meeting is going to be Monday during the activism call. All right. And that's at 9 p.m., so if anybody wants to be contribute, they can be on that call. Hello. Hello, Derek. Oh, yes. Hi. Hi. Hi, Derek. This is Julie from New York. For the Walker Fund, are we going to have police protection? And are we going to have banners and loudspeakers and, you know, flyers, whatever? Are we going to have all those things? If there are police there, we're going to need protection from them. Well, if we're going to have walk upon, we're going to have interruptions from, from the perps. So we need to be protected. And they, have, they, they are supposed to protect the public in a situation like that. So we need to be protected by the police to make sure that the well, you know, um, that's do kind not of interrupt a, us. It's kind of a trade-off. Uh, we had talked about perhaps walking off streets, which also require police protection. And we kind of uh, decided on this route because it's a minimum of restrictions uh, for what we um, will need to do. Uh, we won't need a permit. And basically for what we'll be doing, um, greeting people and handing out material, um, that's, you know, we don't have to do any type of um, uh, paperwork or anything like that for this event. That's all we need to do is to show up and uh, and do that much, and we'll be fine. Well, we all know what the perpetrators are like. They will come and disrupt everything. There's safety in get numbers. Them. If there's 10, 20 of us, I wouldn't worry about a thing. Okay. There's a lot of TIs that go out by themselves and they don't get messed with. Nobody bothers them, and I'm one of those. Nobody's ever bothered me when I go for my miles and miles of bike rides. And I've been to D.C., I've been to Maryland, Pennsylvania, and Virginia. You're very lucky. That's right, my brother. You can't be scared, man. Can't be scared. As long as you got faith in the Most High God, they can't mess with you, man. You got to remember, no I weapon form against you shall not prosper. I get mobbed. I get mobbed when I go out anywhere. I get mobbed by the, by um, perpetrators. Okay, usually if if you're in a crowd of TIs, uh, they tend to not attack. They tend to back off when we're gathered as a group. Okay. No, they don't. Yes, they do. I've heard that numerous times. Did you actually hear me, Derek? Yes, I heard. We heard you. I was. This is Karma, and I thought I was muted. And at least times I've been with other TIs, that wasn't the case. Um, when I was in okay, New York, there's always exceptions, but generally speaking, that's why the uh, the that's the idea behind the group house situation. Uh, usually, those that um, I know several TIs that express that when someone is with them the targeting decreases. So um, that is generally true. It probably isn't true in every single case, but You're I would probably say it's right. generally true. Mm-hmm. Please excuse me. I really thought I was muted. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. 
Who is the lady who was trying to get a hold of me? I I don't know who she was. Who me? Mm. Yes. In California? No, the uh, first she was one wondering. was in Sioux City. Oh, never mind. Uh, Sioux Falls. Oh, that was that was Patty. Oh. And I guess there's a lot of people from California this is happening to. If you look online, it's happening everywhere in San Diego right now. It's really scary. <laughs> I think California's hit worse than any other state in the country right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So also all their chemtrails that they're doing. It's ridiculous. It's like all the time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I'd like to add to that. I mean, last week or two weeks ago, I saw a lot of chemtrails in the sky. And they were making X's, lots of X's across the sky. Oh, when they're doing out. that, like, every time I go out, I, I work full-time, I still have my job, thank God. But, like, I go out for lunch, it's like that. I go out for my morning breakfast, it's like that. Every time I walk outside, it's out there. So it's just that. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get back to the walkathon. And how about some, we come up with some ideas for what to print on the T-shirts and the flyers. Okay, yeah, that's that's an important point. I think it needs to have a really big target on there. And I think it needs to say something like American Holocaust Survivor. Mm. Mm. Hey. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that, that's I, a very I, good statement. Yeah. I just got caught in the last part, but... I would think without a meter, we can't tell. You know, if all the TIs meeting don't have meters, we would never know, really know, um, you know, if they're targeting. Because in COINTELPRO, they target everybody, I believe. It's to get everybody agitated against each other. And um, Right. So, yeah, it's not a good idea for uh, TIs to meet on that basis, especially unless you go to a prearranged and then you move to another location. You know, but don't go, don't, announce where you're going to be and then be there and stay there because they'll have already set up their weaponry, especially in well, malls where they can get access through the ceilings. They can go all the way through a mall, a whole mall, clear through the ceiling. So they can get in at night at any time, especially if the announcement is made a month earlier. They have plenty of time to set up their weapons. That's all i got to say on that. But uh, uh, usually, uh, Usually for an outside event, it's it's okay. Yeah. Well, they can be at a, uh, you have to look at, you have to see it as a sniper would see it because these are called, they call themselves snipers, PSYOP snipers. Uh, You know, I've heard it from a perp. So um, you got to look for your locations. And uh, yeah, they Mm -hmm. can concentrate a beam, you know, very adeptly into certain, you know, under the head and take over, you know, it's, yeah, um, without, you know, headgear and, you know, just some shoulder gear. But anyway, okay, that's all. Well, you know, judging by past events, um, it, it's it's been okay. I mean, we've, we've had picnics outside and we've had mm-hmm. a lot of other events that were held outside and, and things, and it's been fine. You know, it's, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't really uh, Yeah, the social it. aspects are very um, you know, positive, but that the negatives are that you're you're announcing and you're giving them time to set up. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, I think it'll be 
Is it possible that you're being overly paranoid? No. You can't be overly paranoid with this. You will be severely injured, especially in a medical COINTELPRO. Um, that's where they're getting the close-ups and a whole lot of energy in you that is almost, un- you can't, it's almost, you know, it's years and years for it to, to heal. Okay, so. you made a good point. Everybody is not targeted the same. If your targeting is that severe, then maybe you should not participate. Oh, no, I would participate. I ha- I'm I'm gearing up with me- metallic um, clothing. I think by okay. doing something that's going to look strange will make us look like... It doesn't have it, it to look strange. Us. It can have a natural color, a covering on so they don't even know it's metallic. Then whatever makes you comfortable. But if someone's going to show up wearing a foil, a foil outfit, I'm not sure I want to be standing next to them. No, even though I understand well, uh, where they're coming from. So. Yeah, I, I think that... Um, I mean, we've had these types of events, and um, it's been, um, generally speaking, as I said before, you know, if we can gather, if we gather in a group, um, the energy tends to dissipate amongst the group, mm-hmm. and usually, it. Um, I think I think that's kind of the dynamic that happens. That um, it's safer mm-hmm. in, a, in a group of people than someone than being by yourself. Well, without meters, one could not tell, and and the more evolved the meter is, the more safe we're going to be. But without without you know scientific uh, demonstrate you know without what do they call that the you know the different types of uh, scientific experiments. Oh, well, I mean, you're welcome to bring meters. You know, if that if that'll make you feel safer, however. Um, Derek, could we have banner painting? Banners, that is a, that's an excellent idea. And uh, yeah. banners are very um, mm-hmm. uh, recognizable and very affordable way to to uh, to project our message. Yes, and could um, it state? A, yeah, um, could yeah, that's a great idea. I hope yeah, you guys take a note of that. Yeah, we could we could spring for a banner. They're not very expensive. Yeah, and, uh, could, could we have on the banners something mm-hmm. something like this saying, you know, um, uh, organized stalking and electronic harassment is a criminal offense? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, we could do something like that. So, and yeah, that's... a banner that, that would state our message while we're there, uh, I think that would be uh, very important to do, especially if we're going to have media there. Uh, what about bringing... Something like that. Mm-hmm. What about huh? bringing the technology? Because I have the technology. If I can get there, I can bring it. There? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where it's at. I... It's in the D.C. area, but, uh, I mean, you're welcome to come. You have plenty, plenty of time to plan to be there. But, uh, if I could do yeah, it, maybe. I mean, if you want to bring something that, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I think GIs would like to see that equipment as well as general public. I guess why I'm looking at it is if you guys are doing this kind of thing. Oh, you're just crazy. Did you guys hear that? Yes. Okay. I don't know who said that or what that's. That's that's my perk. I think it's fine. Hey, whoever said that? Mm -hmm. Mr. Perk, whoever you are that just called me a bitch, 
the reason you're doing that is because you're totally impotent. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I'm sorry. Karma, please. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, where were we in this discussion? Um, yeah, banners would be great. Uh, gosh, don't play into the perps. Um, yeah, I think that's a great idea, and, and we could spring for that. Um, one more thing I'd like to state. Is it not illegal to have a public gathering unless it's, um, uh, it's, it's um, told to the um, to law enforcement? Mm-hmm. I thought in, in some states, in some states, it may be uh, an offense to carry out uh, a public gathering without protection from the from the police. In some states, that, that I think that's something to look into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have already checked with the office that issues permits and coordinates all the departments that would be involved in a special event, and they have told me that for what. We want to do as far as uh, doing the walk, wearing the T-shirts, handing out flyers. No permit will be required. Good, okay. amen. No permit. Don't worry about okay. it. Take it off the okay. board. Okay. We can walk wherever we want. On the permit page for I'm not sure where this is coming from. Washington Peace Center. It says. Uh, sidewalks are supposedly public property, but some activists have experienced severe police harassment. Um, and it says for protesting, but it's under the area for parades, demonstrations, etc. And I think we would be protected from the police if we had a, a permit. I mean, because I think we—I mean, I think we may be targets to the police, and 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 maybe we would be protected this way. That's what I think too. Yeah. Well, the thing is, if she said no, no permit is needed. Then what permit would you need? Well, it says here you get a permit for a permit for a march. Click here, um, and I don't know where it takes. I'll click and see where it takes me. Um, but for a march, it's a D.C. government metropolitan police department uh, parade permit application. Well, the police are also aware of these rules, uh, so I, I okay. wouldn't worry about it if I were you. Okay, it's mm-hmm. just a thought. If we're just walking along uh, with mm-hmm. T-shirts and handing out material, that's not a parade. Okay. We we don't want to be charged with um, inciting civil disobedience. You can't be scared. You can't be scared, it's all it's right? Things that no are permit. Yeah, as long as we're not in the streets, you know, and blocking mm-hmm. traffic. The police are not going to bother us. Are we wanting to um, to have traffic blo- or an area where we can walk across uh, crosswalks without disturbing, without being disturbed? Do you know what I mean? You know, are we going to want areas to be blocked up so we can continue walking peacefully? Okay. Yeah. As long as you're not over, if you if you have a group of twenty or thirty people crossing mm-hmm. a crosswalk, will not be an issue. Okay. Okay. I just think it might be prudent. I don't. I don't know how long it would take. I don't think it would take too long. I just think it might be prudent. That's all. But if you guys know that it's not necessary, then I'm being overly paranoid about it. Don't worry about it. Okay. Something else I want to okay. say. Okay. Can I say something else? 
Sorry, I want to just ahead. say this. I think one of the most important things we can have with this is a pamphlet that very precisely and and absolutely you know makes a statement of what our cause is without getting into a lot of of hearing voices and all of that and even though it's a very important issue for us not everybody's going to hear that not everybody's going to be willing to hear that and if we go in with just i don't know precise but but relatively uh conservative statements i guess is what i'm saying i think that might be the best thing to do instead of you know, I mean, we all have our each have our own opinions, but if we have something we could just kind of stick to, like you said earlier, Derek, like a, a spiel to just roll off our tongues, but also something in writing, so we could just hand it to people and they could walk okay, away. We, just, uh, we were just saying that. We okay. We'll have handouts. Good. Okay. Material that we'll be giving out to people. Okay. Um, is Karma still on the line? Because Derek, I would like to tell her that I live in a five-bedroom house. She there are three bedrooms here available. She could come here and live in Iowa. And it's a small town where I live. They're not bothering me here with my mom. But I would go, I would be willing to move anywhere. I mean, and I would be willing to help her, whatever she needs. And I do I'm, have I'm the money. On, to I'm, on the, I'm on here, and I heard... Are you on there, Karma? The I'm in. I, I am. I'm so mad at him because he won't let me on the phone. But I'm in Iowa. I'm in Kingsley, I Iowa, know. in a little town. And I, there are, I live in a five-bedroom house with my mom. I would be more than willing to have you come is here and live. Yes, is, it is. Okay. I've been targeted um, for six years because of a whistleblower lawsuit. Okay, Patty. And probably this, before that, even. Patty, get, yes. um, I just text um, Derek my number, and I've asked him to text it to you. Okay. Right I don't have an email. I don't have any. I don't well, have I, an That's email. why I said to text. Okay, but I can give you my number if you want it. I have no problem giving that over the phone. Okay, go ahead. If you're not comfortable with that. Okay, it's um, 712 mm-hmm. um, 223-0480. All right, Patty, I'll is, be in touch with you. That is myself. Please be in touch with me because I need to get out of here too because my mom and I do not get along. She does not believe anything I say. She is mean to me. Um, hey, we're getting, Patty. My son and I are getting ready to move out of the city, and you could certainly go with us, I'm telling you. Okay, Patty, let's, yeah. let's continue this meeting, and I'll call you, okay? Please call me, yes. Yeah. All right. I can also get. I can give you the landline too if you need that. Do you want no, the landline? This is, okay. No, this is good enough. You're putting yourself at risk. I'll call you. No, later. I'm, no, I'm not because they have had my number for years and years and years. Okay, uh, we do need to move on. Um, okay, any other comments about the um, the walkathon, please? Derek, can you hear me? Yes. This is Pamela. In yes. Arizona. Hi. I was Hi, just, you know, um, people like to be noticed and, and feel special. And I was thinking that the T-shirt, you know, there's always a ribbon, right, for cancer or for something. I just wondered if there could be a color. Is there, you know, we have our own ribbon. 
And someone says, I supported a TI, the Holocaust, the silent Holocaust. And that gives the buyer of the T-shirt or whatever some, you know, something that other people are going to look at on their shirt and ask them, what is that? Or okay, you know, uh, what they'll feel good about what they're doing. I was distracted. That's a, that's what slogan did you say uh, on the shirt? Well, I you know, I don't have the correct wording right now, but being, you know, when people support something, you know, they kind of, they put their money towards something. They like to be recognized. Why? You know, like, we need, Susan, we, need, we, need, we need a logo. So big on we need a color, a logo color. We need a. So you're saying that we need a logo color to go with being yeah. a TI. Yeah, a target TIs. You know, like Susan G. Common. You know, everybody knows pink means cancer. Well, um, in a way, we've already got a color because the little bracelets that were out uh, about a year ago were uh, orange and yellow. They were orange with yellow bead okay. color on them. That's great. I just suggested that um, if the wording could be something that the wearer of the T-shirt is going to say what he supported, that's going to make people question. You know, if he says, okay, I yeah, support. that sounds like a good idea. Okay, uh, the what, wording would have to be very specific. And yes, the, the bracelets would be excellent to also uh, to wear. Um, what about... Um, the, I'm maintaining the color of a dove. The color, dove is about teeth. I mean, one piece in our lives. Why not use the color of the dove as a ribbon for us to wear? Does anyone would agree on that one? That sounds, it sounds like a good idea. Yeah, the color of the dove is like a grayish color, gray-white color. And if we have that special piece that we need piece and wear it as a ribbon, and that could be our logo for TIs. What about a target on the front or the back? Yes, that too. The target board, like we're, you know. Something like a rock shirt, practically. Uh, is anyone the of the United honor? States map on the back to show exactly how many states are affected, how many people? I don't know. It's just an idea. Yeah, we have uh, all 50 states. Are, we have targets in all 50 states. Yeah. Uh, even even Alaska and, and Hawaii. I'd like to walk. I've been hit really hard lately. I mean, I'm I'm followed everywhere. I'm hit hard at my work and well, some of my volunteers. Want to hear it? We all have it. Sometimes asking a question that requires a response is a good way to get attention. And if T-shirts said something along the lines of "Are are you a target of the Silent Holocaust?" Uh, with a target on it, it might invite people to ask, well, I'm not sure, you know, what is it about? You know what I'm saying? I do. That's why I said if it's something like I support. Are you a a target? Might bring people in to want to know, I don't know, am I? It might get more attention, I'm thinking. Maybe something that says I'm a target, are you? Yeah, something like that. I was thinking about, um, you know, the, the 
for the commercials, got milk. I was thinking, you got, I got super electricity or something. You know, how we're electrified. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's not not, not only electricity. Yeah, implants, they have everything. I think think about women and children who are being raped in their homes should be uh, at the forefront also because this is a big problem. They're breaking into people's homes and raping children and women across the country. We need to make that very much a part of this of, of this of this um, work. We need to uh, emphasize that raping is a big thing with this program. Well, how about I'm a target? You could be next, or yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, make it so personal. People want to know. They want to be proud of where their money went to what they donated to. Saying I support targeted individuals. I don't, and I'd like. I think it should be across the U.S. If we were all on one day, because the media would lap that up just like they have been with the Ferguson thing. But you do have to have permits for some places to do things. That's what I said. You know, from some states you have to request. Yeah, so they don't want to give the police a reason any more than they have already these exactly. days. Exactly. So they would say that we are inciting, we are inciting um, civil disobedience, especially if, if, um, if you have these perps coming and interrupt us, and we are lashing back. No, 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 that no, are... no. Well, don't worry about the police, guys. Um, as long as you are a group, they usually do not bother people who are in groups. If you're a single person, that's when they that's when they start challenging people. If you're alone, and I've not heard any any case of a police bothering a group of people. For the last then what was Ferguson? You can't be I'm scared, sorry. man. You cannot be scared. We got to do what we got to do to let the public know. Active denial weapons were created for crowds. When they can get CIs together, they can have more of an excuse to utilize them. Okay, we're aware of what they got, the weapons they got. We got to do what we got to do to let people know what's going on. That's what they want us to be scared. That's how this, this, this covert action works, to keep people scared and fearful. We will not be silent. We will go out there Amen. and tell the world what's going on. How about a lab rat that we are a human experimentation or something? That's very know. important. The word experimentation has to be at the forefront also. You know, unless you guys are uh, unruly in some way, which I don't expect that you'll be, the police... Um, will most likely not be an issue. As long as you keep walking and are peaceful and, you know, just handing out flyers, you should not have any problem with the police. I wouldn't worry about it. Just don't try to be antagonistic toward them or challenge them in any way because then you'll become a target instantly. Uh, So... You know, that's all I would recommend. You know, be cordial to them and just keep walking. Are we allowed to use loudspeakers to get a point across? 
A loudspeaker. Uh, yes. Do you plan to rally at the end? Yeah, we should stand up somewhere and make a point. Now, if there's a rally, then then you might need a permit for that. Yeah. That's a we good point. Uh, we, that's a good point. You know, is is there going to be a rally at the end point, or do you guys would just uh, what do you guys want to, to be, do at the end? We want to be made loud and clear what we're there for. Silence is not going to help it. We need to make a loud noise so everyone can pay attention. Quite sure if, if the rally end up in a, a park, a public park, you don't need a permit for a public park. Well, yeah, you might you might need to check on that. Now we did have to have a permit when we were in D.C. Um, now we did do a rally, um, our one and only rally so far, which has been uh, actually on the lawn of Capitol Hill, and this was in in uh, June of 2006. Uh, we had um, a tremendous, and there are still pictures of this. I mean, we had a pristine view of the Capitol in the background, and people like Ted Gunderson and Robert Duncan giving speeches. Uh, it was a perfect day. It was a beautiful setting, and uh, we couldn't ask for better, uh, better weather, uh, cooperation, etc. But we needed a permit because we were on the Capitol grounds. So that's something you know to consider uh, where the rally, um, where the group will, will wind up and what your um, what your activities would be at that point. And uh, I think you have enough time to get a permit. Hopefully, uh, as long as you're just gathering in one spot, uh, the permit probably will be pretty easy to get, um, as I recall. Uh, if you're blocking off streets, that's when it gets complicated. Is anyone on the phone? Uh, yeah, they're here. Oh, okay, we're quiet. I just thought Veterans Day, like a park where they celebrate Veterans Day. I don't know, a Memorial Day where things are remembered, because if anybody should be remembered, it should be as targets, too, as well as vets. Right. Yeah, and if there is a rally, that, and if it's Memorial Day weekend... Then, then yeah, we'll want to do some type of memorial. Actually, we did that. Now that you mention it, oh my God, we did that as part of um, this rally in D.C. I forgot about that in 2006. Uh, it was very moving. We had someone that uh, that read, you know, a list of these names of people that were, well, basically tortured to death. Uh, it was it was moving. Uh, so I mean, it could be really for very... some of us from Arizona to be able to go over into California. There's not what? much. There's not much support groups going on here in Arizona, so 
maybe some of the Arizona targets could go over to California. Oh, well, yeah, you know, for having something you guys, you know, are close by um, and, you know, and you're welcome over here, of course. Real quick, if Neil's on, I hope he gets my emails. I've sent him a couple. I haven't heard anything. So I've been sending him off and on. Well, one important detail I think we should look into is planning a route that has readily accessible bathrooms. Good point. Yeah, that's a good point. And since we have a few months before we actually want to do anything, um, some of us could get together and actually go walk some of these routes that we're thinking about and, and see them before we actually do the walkathon. Uh, that would be a good idea, uh, kind of an advanced party uh, to walk the route. Could anyone explain to me, I've been walking lately and I volunteer at this is the largest musical instrument museum in the world. And they're attacking me there. And I do my work is actually from California. For anybody that's looking for work, I give out samples in the store. It's $10 an hour, and they're called Advantage Sales and Marketing. If someone, because they're all across the United States if they need to do something. But I know that I do lately. My attacks have been worse where I can't even walk. If I try to walk, it's like being magnetic. I just, it's I'm followed everywhere. You know, just can't even walk in now into the museum that I love so much. And I don't know what that is. Is it directed energy weapon that's happening to me? Um, what? Okay, uh, Pam, we're, uh, we're kind of uh, still on a topic. Tonight. I know, but my I know, but my point is walking. It's been very difficult, so that's why I'm trying to understand it. 
Okay, um, we're about an hour and a half into our topic. Um, Rick, uh, I don't know if Terry's even still here. Terry, you here? Oh, that might be who we hear, actually. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, you want to move on to another topic? Um, I think we have a pretty good start at it, uh, Rick. Yeah, and we have enough to um, talk about on Monday during the activism call. Well, can you tell us where that call is going to be? What what we how we log into that? Uh, yeah, the the uh, call ID for that for Monday night is nine nine one nine one. Nine nine one nine one. Okay. Yes. Thank you. 9 p.m. Eastern. You can send out a letter to that day or something. It really be helpful. Okay. That you, Terry? Uh, that's not Terry. Oh. Hi, uh, this is Cheryl from Florida. Oh, hi, Cheryl. Um, hi. Did you have a suggestion about the um, the walkathon? Um, oh, I I just wanted to <clears throat> say that Elvira and I pledged two hundred start start you off, and uh, I have a megaphone. If you want to use, I can send oh, it. Oh, really? Okay, great. And um, um, are you changing the topic now, or? Uh, well, no, we're just kind of wrapping up a bit. But if you'd like to pledge that amount, then um, you could send it to us. Um, we'll um, just make note that that is what it's for. It's for the Washington. Okay. All right, good. So we'll send it to Tito. Who was that, Elvira, and who? Cheryl. Cheryl, with a C? Yes, Okay, that's two hundred each, right? Uh no, two hundred one hundred each. <laughs> oh, that's a joke. <laughs> okay, well that's that's still an amazing amount for uh for you guys. Um, anyway, that's a, that's off to a great start. I mean we're going to need things like T shirts, we're going to need promotional items. So um, the funds will be put to good use. Thanks very much, guys. So, um, and, you know, we're going to need things for uh, the organization. This is a fundraiser, you know, obviously. So we could use funds for various projects. Uh, Basically, the idea is to promote the cause, uh, to uh, publicize at every opportunity. Uh, we have a ways to go to do that, but I think we're on the brink of some really amazing things this year. And uh, and I say that because we have like five or six events on the table just starting out the year. So these are things that we know about as the year goes on. We'll collect more of these events and, uh, and more important contacts. 
uh, especially in an event like a walkathon, you don't know who you might meet, who might encounter you guys. So um, it's, you know, public exposure brings people that are influential. So uh, each time we do one of these events, uh, we pick up more people, and uh, it's just kind of an avalanche. It's starting to be an avalanche of people that we meet, important contacts, and they're coming more and more. So we are kind of riding a wave. So um, I'm very optimistic about this year and then, you know, the uh, the coming years. Derek? We yeah. Have three people um, have star-aided Wait a second. Okay. Um, I'm not unmute Southern California because I know who that is. Uh, however, West Virginia, uh, that's probably, well, we'll see in just a second. Carrie, are you there? Okay, it's quiet now. Uh, Terry is probably asleep because they do that to her if she's in a meeting or something like that. It happens quite often. Okay, uh final comments about the uh the walkathon. Uh any questions, comments for Rick or any other committee members? Uh you can also um volunteer for you know the planning of this this event. Okay, going once. Going twice. <laughs> okay. Um, I think we covered a lot of ground, uh, Rick. Uh, and we have uh, a lot to work with um, for the next few months. So uh, you may get some volunteers that will contact you, hopefully. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll hopefully talk to you on Monday. Okay. Well, I'm sure a lot of people will spread the word for people who haven't heard yet. Oh, um, so, I mean, you're, you're welcome to, uh, to remain around um, or whatever and, uh, you know, for the rest of the call. Uh, well, at this time we're going to switch topics uh, and going to... Uh, invite those who are just joining us. Um, we're going to kind of switch gears a bit to the uh, general topics. Uh, so at this time, so if you have a question, concern, whatever at this time, feel free to start H as we continue our discussion. 
Hello. Uh, thanks to Rick and the committee for um, for the discussion. Uh, Derek. Yes. Uh, this is Jean. I'm in the same city as Deborah, and uh, I'd like to volunteer. Um, I think that would be something that I could help with, and also uh, I'm pretty crafty. I do a lot of uh, uh, I, you know, like um, design uh, clothes and everything. Um, in other words, um, if there's anything I can do to help with the T-shirts, I'd be glad to do that also. And you can put my name down. It's Jean. Okay. That with a G or a J? J J E A N N E. Okay, Gene, uh if you want to give uh Rick or myself uh your contact uh, information, um you can email it to me. Uh do you have my email address? I do, I'll email it to you. Okay, and I'll I'll send it along to Rick. Okay, great. Okay, Gene, do you know Deborah? I do I haven't met her personally, but we've uh texted each other quite a bit. Okay, that's good. We plan on meeting. We're only 10 miles away, at least, very few miles away. Hello? Uh, yes, who's there? Yes, um, I just have another question. When I'm getting attacked, I really have the urge to call the police, but I know that's not a good idea. Can anyone, like, Explain. I mean, should I not do that at all times, or uh, you should not, um, because um, especially if you're by yourself, you know, they have been known to um, arrest people and take them to a psych ward for uh, talking about our issues. So, and they, issues, huh? and they know about all of this. Uh, whether they know about it or not, you'd be at risk. Um, you know, if they don't, you know, either way, you, you can be at risk. So uh, the police Even are not... Even if you say uh, that you're not hearing voices. Huh? Even if you oh. just say you're getting directed energy oh, and... People have been taken away for for just stating that. You know, People have been taken has, away for less. Yeah, anything that uh, has anything about uh, direct energy weapons, uh, organized stalking, uh, or sharing voices, any of those three can get you locked away in the psych ward. And you can't get out of that. Not once. If if you left them in your house, it's over. I mean, uh, it, it's it's non-negotiable at that point. Usually. But um, it just depends on the situation. But generally speaking, the police are not um, are not your allies in the struggle at this time. Um, generally speaking, um, however, I mean your allies uh, in the struggle, and this is what um, I'm trying to. Um, uh, we're trying to uh, to get the community uh, steered in this direction, and that is uh, talking to your city administration leaders um, and so forth, because that those are people who have who are tasked with the health and safety of their citizens, and they usually take that seriously and they try to help. So far, that has been the case, and we're working with some um, 
city administration uh, at this time. And we'll, and we'll keep everybody posted about that. But th that is the group that you that you um, that you should talk to, and that's who you should get help from. So, Could you um, say who that was one more time? The the city official. Yeah, your city council. And again, you should, you should not go alone. You should go with a group. Um, it depends on wh where you're located. I am in Central California. Central California. Well, um, that's probably a good location because uh, that's where a group of people are starting to get active in that area. Mm -hmm. so, um, so do I want to email them or...? Um, let's see. Well, why don't you? Because I know that this is, is this, this is, is the boring? NSA doing this to me. Oh, it's the NSA. And they, and they redirect my all it. my emails and all this. Well, you know, it's whether it's the NSA or whoever. Uh, basically, what you want to do is um, identify. The individual that is doing it to you, and try to gather uh, evidence for um, against that particular individual so that you can prosecute him somehow or her. Um, so that's basically what, what we're trying to encourage people to do. Instead of trying to take on uh, NSA, the entire agency or the government, which is like trying to climb Mount Everest. Um, it's a lot easier and more effective if we can gather evidence against a single individual and prosecute that person. Either take them to court or have them prosecuted for criminal, uh, felonious assault or what have you. Um, you know, if we can bring criminal charges, that would be great because then that increases the chances that your targeting will stop. Uh, otherwise, civil penalties will do. It's something. At least you'll get money. But prosecution, it, you have a greater chance of getting your targeting stopped. We do have one person in Rochester, New York, for instance, who has managed to get a warrant for the arrest of his perpetrator. So um, wow. in that case, if this guy is arrested, his, and he only has one perp that is targeting him. He was able to convince a... Um, an advocacy group to talk to a judge to get this uh, judge to issue a warrant for the arrest of his perp based on his testimony and um, over the years and uh, his injuries, medical reports, and so forth. And uh, so that is pending. And if this guy is arrested, that's you know that wraps up his targeting probably. So. Um, if you can bring criminal charges and at least get one of your perps arrested, that could be a deterrent for the rest of them. So um, that's that's what I'm trying to get to in terms of um, affecting our situation. You know, perps going to jail is a deterrent. Um, one, may I say something, please? Yes. Hello, hello. Yes, um, I've reached a point where I felt I need to call the police as well. I understand what he's going through. There are times when they attack you so much that you think to yourself, "Am I going to get make it home safely?" So what I did, 
I called the police and I made a report on the phone and said, listen, you lot need to be out on the street to stop these attacks to innocent American citizens. I'm being attacked with um, chemicals on the street, and I just wanted to let you know. And he said to me, you want me to come to your house and make a report or want us to come and come up to your house and tell us where you are? I said, no. I was letting you know what's happening on the streets of America. I just wanted to let you know. I don't want to meet you or nothing. If everyone complained about this, they would all get it, but you don't have to put yourself in a position to be taken to a mental institution by, being, by meeting with them. Just make the point so that they all know that this is happening across America. If everyone is being attacked, call the police and make a statement and just leave it at that, they will get the message without putting yourself at risk. And that's my point. Well, well, yeah, I know. But the thing is, the police are not in a position to do very much usually. I mean, they can't stop the targeting um, unless um, they can, you know, unless it's policy, and this is what we're striving for. Um, well, you could you could do what Richard did, Richard Jones did. Uh, he was able to talk to this um, this advocacy group, whoever they were, and uh, go through police channels and issue and have a warrant for the rest of his perp issued. You know, that's something you could maybe work and strive towards, and we just need to find out the process for that. But generally, what you want to do. Uh, ideally, prosecution uh, would is I would say that is the most effective way to end your targeting situation. If you can get the perps charged with a crime and arrested, that will go a long way in terms of um, either getting your targeting stopped or deflected at least. Um, I have a question about um, if the ultimate goal is uh, the artificial intelligence, then why do they attack our brains? Um, Wouldn't they want a brain that's fully intact? And wouldn't they, and therefore by attacking our bodies and making us sick, how does that um, make the perfect intelligence for them? It depends upon your protocol. Uh, some people are, are roboticized, and they're not really injured ex- uh, so much as controlled. Um, and others are, are probably being uh, are in the slow kill program. So you know, everybody depends on what's what's going on in your particular protocol. After all, we are all guinea pigs, and they don't care what happens to the guinea pig once the experiment is over. They don't care what ill effects you get from it. Their aim is to get the results that they want and to help with the, with the, with the guinea pig. Well, so there's a, they need a certain, they're going to need a certain amount of, of the population as you know, worker slaves to carry out the day-to-day tasks of... Um, running the country or whatever they want to do. And then the rest will be just uh, superfluous, um, uh, useless eaters, I guess you would say, and they will be discarded according to their plan. So uh, it just depends on what they have selected for you. Uh, And everyone seems to be in a different or specific program. If you look at the way your life is, uh, how you're being targeted, you you can see where it's going. (laughs) 
usually. Hey, Derek. Um, I'm D. Brooklyn T.I. up here Hi. in Brooklyn, New York. How you doing? Um, those of y'all on the call, y'all know my story. I've been talking about this situation for the past week, but I'm going to bring this to you, Derek, because I want to ask your opinion. I have an Aaron Alexis, Myron May situation brewing over here in Miami. Uh, my targeting is basically government, law enforcement, military, my local police here, NYPD. And um, my family's tied into 9-11. My mom's was the first responder. She worked with Ohio. And I worked out there during the 93 attack, and I worked in the area during the 2001 attack. Putting that aside, because as you see, 9-11 is back in the news again with them talking about documents that are hidden and haven't been released yet. But anyway, um, my targeting over the past three years has been based on them trying to set me up for a terrorist attack. My targeting, my voice to soul, the silent sound that I'm giving constantly, and I'm getting it through silent sound, and I'm getting it through game talking with people walking up on the street past me telling me, yeah, he's a bomber. He's going to be doing a terrorist attack. They're talking about how they have planted explosives around New York City <laughs> with my DNA and my name. And I'm saying my full name on the call, which is Desmond Wilson. So um, if they do do something with my DNA, my name, my stuff, I, I don't know what to do at this point, given the connections my family has in the government. And right now I have family that works in the government right now for Homeland Security. All right. Um, I, I could say I'm partly nervous, but I'm more angrier than anything because the disgusting things that I have been voiced to skull over the past year, and it's just been attempts on my life, them telling me they're going to take my whole family, put us in the FEMA camp, kill us, kill me out here on the street. I mean, it goes on and on and on. But the most alarming thing is when I have my neighbors and the people in my community IDing me as a terrorist, as a bomber, and, I mean, for me to actually have NYPD pass me in the street saying, yeah, we're going to get you soon. My local precinct is the 69th precinct. They keep telling me we got people right here in the 69th. They're coming to get you on your birthday. My birthday is Thursday next week. I'm born on Abraham Lincoln's birthday. The next day they told me, they said they want to do something. They want to have some type of party for me on Friday the 13th which includes probably trying to, I don't know what they want to do. I'm hoping that this is one of their little, you know, plays psychologically with my head to try to keep making me a nervous wreck. But um, I'm putting this out here to the organization just in case, worst-case scenario. And right now, my mother is sitting with her sick dog, our family dog, is sick because they got into her house and poisoned our dog. The dog has been throwing up all day long. She's giving the dog Pedialyte and Pepto-Bismol. And I'm uh, praying that we don't silver. lose our dog. Colloidal silver. silver. And I have it. I'm going to bring it out to the house tomorrow. Okay, Bless just a minute, please. Let him finish. Let him finish. Bless you for that. 
Again, I'm telling you my name uh, is Linda Wilson. See, uh, cool. yeah. colloidal silver is guaranteed in a poisoning usually. It coats the... Um, I got some. I got some already. Okay. I'm going to bring it out to her tomorrow. But, yeah, you know, as I'm saying... Possible. I Okay, thank you, Karen. Thank you so much. No, do, do, or I, you know, at this point, I don't even know if I'm looking help. It's like a statement that I'm making to y'all because after I listened to Marion May's recording on Jeff Politics uh, radio station, to hear Marion May bear his soul to the community, letting people, I mean, he's basically doing what I'm doing right now. He did what he did, you know, as far as that recording that he made. And it broke my heart because he basically was telling my story. And, you know, and I'm not going to say that I'm innocent either because I've done some simple stuff because I used to be a drug addict and I've come back. I'm five years clean from the drugs. And ever since I got clean, the targeting got real impressive. So I'm just hoping they don't play me and my family because all they keep telling me is we're coming to get you. We're going to set you up, and everybody in the country is going to know you for being a terrorist. Okay, D, D, D. Um, that sounds so much like what they tell so many people that are B2K victims. Are you B2K? Yes, very heavily. Okay, you know... That is what they do all day, every day, 24-7, is to terrorize the target. And they, that's exactly what they're doing to you. 999 maybe even 100% of the stuff that they say to you is just to terrorize you and keep you in a state of anxiety. You have to ignore all of it. Okay, thank you. That's what I'm asking for advice. They did me the same way, man. They did me the same way, brother. This West, I keep telling you, man, they did me the same way. So you just got to don't pay no attention to them, man. If they cannot, all this stuff they're telling you is not you know in the way court. I, and I'm going to be honest, I'm still traumatized from 9-11, even 15 years later. And it's because I'm still here in Brooklyn, New York. Every day I walk up my avenue and I can see the brand new you know, World Trade Center, and I look at that World Trade Center and it breaks my heart because I know the lie that this country put forth and all them people that died over there. And I guess it still hit me in my heart because I've lost people and my family, in, in essence, is still kind of suffering from that attack. You know, I am, and I know my mom is right now because I won't let it go. You know, being a 9-11 truther, and the more information they keep bringing out here, the more I get a little bit reactive, and it, it points back to me. I gotta, I gotta calm down. But um, and yeah, it's disgusting. I love my country. I would never be no damn wrong. I'm telling you, tell you, I'm telling you, and everybody on this call, man, you already, we already defeated them. They lost because you already know what they're doing, man. So you, they already lost, man. They, they they can't do nothing. You will know us on this call, man. Mm-hmm. They to them, you man. know what they tell me? You got to the most high God, brother. They can't mess Here's with you, man. Quit feeding them. You feed them. They eat off you, man. I know, and I know because I'm a spiritual guy. They play with my spiritualism. I got a coven of a, a, a demonic folk out here. And, you know, being that I've been studying up on, on, on all of this, you know, Occultic stuff to you know defend myself from. I got occultic people around me battling. 
And they're the ones that's on the voice of God. Talking about, I'm a, I'm a uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I were you, um, I would not read all that occult stuff that's going to bring more demonic forces around you. That's, it's, it's going to bring more demonic forces around you. I don't read stuff mm-hmm. like that because, um, and I know from experience that you pick up those those same evil spirits. You need to start, um, you know, you get with um, uh, your church, you know, you study spiritual warfare. You got to keep yourself uh, surrounded the by the Holy Spirit. Coming from the cultic stuff was coming from inside the church. It's All inside sick. the oh, church. Yeah, well, you need to, yeah. well, you, need to, you need to find a better church. I mean, there are real. Well, I haven't been to church in years, so I, you know. I'm but anyway, you can read the Bible. You can, you can, you can, um, you can look on the um, on YouTube. Uh, for for real services, real preachers that can tell you about spiritual warfare, and you need to surround yourself with you know the Holy Spirit, uh, with angelic beings that will protect you from the demonic forces, and they will protect you. And you need to learn how to protect yourself. Uh, and you really need to feed into um, things that will protect you. You can be protected from the occult people. Don't you have to be afraid of them. There's more power in the light than in the darkness. It sure enough is. You know, the, I'm Derek, thank you. And everybody on the call listening to me right now, thank you for your advice. I really appreciate it. Um, I'm emotional right now because our family dog is sick. And they have been telling me they've been going in my mother's house, messing with stuff. I mean, it's, it's, they, they are. They're terrorizing me because they're telling me that they're poisoning my mother's food. And then she calls me the next day telling me she's not feeling well and the dog's not feeling well. And get and they don't let the air out of her tires, messing around with her vehicle, doing all types of stupid stuff around her property. And then I get all the V2K with them telling me, yeah, we was in your mother's car today. Yeah, we know what's in the... Um, in the, in the laundry room, we're watching you through the washing machine. They watch it. And I know because it's a brand new GE washer set. They know I know what's in that machine. The okay, machine is well, Wi-Fi. <laughs> right. You know, you need to surround yourself with, I mean, it's it's good that you uh, are keeping in touch with uh, with people. And you yeah, need to have some people. Every day. Right. And you need to have people there in New York that you can meet with. Um. And yeah, I know this about. is a New York call. I'm, I'm going to get more familiar with the New York callers because I yeah, know y'all and, are uh, out here. Yeah, there are people that you can meet with in New York because you're going to need moral support. I mean, not just people on the telephone, but people that you can sit down and talk with and meet with. That will re-energize you like, you know, like not being on the phone. I mean, somebody in front of you that, can, yeah. that you can, you know, make eye contact with and feed, you know, from their energy. And, you know, that kind of thing is what you need and will understand what you're experiencing. So you need more than just phone support, I would say. So All right, well, um, I'm going to be reaching out to the callers out here because you, y'all, y'all see me on um, Joe's call every night. And I'm on Linda's call. And, you know, anybody that's got a great call that could, you know, you know uh, moderate the room, well, I'm there. So you'll see me. Okay. Well, anyway, you know what's happening to you. They have a terror program. They are terrorists. And that is exactly what they're doing to you and your family. And they gaslight in me. Yep, that's exactly what it is. Thank you. You know, this is what I needed. I needed to be reminded. That's why I call. That's why I be on here with y'all. 
right. Bless okay. you, sir. You're welcome. And thank you again. Oh, Dee, you're going to make it through. You're so strong. I've listened to you so many times, and you're such a good person. I'm trying my you know, best. You are going to make it. You just tell them, you assholes, you're talking about somebody yeah, else. They talk, you just tell them you to know? call 1-800. You don't give a damn, man. Tell them to go take that stuff and stick it, man. You know who you work yeah. for. the most high God, it, man. You it, with God, hard, brother. They can't mess with you, I man. Know. I know. It's don't feed them, I, man. Don't give them your energy, man. That's what they want. They feed off I, of you, I, man. I'm, I'm you stop them. You got to right stop them, man. You got to stop the beast, brother. Every time they try to talk to you, you just tell them uh, reverse polarity. It's off limits. Your brain is sacred, man, by the most high God, man. They can't mess with you, brother. They try to do the same way, man. They told me to go to D.C. and do some crazy stuff, man. Do you know what I'm saying? Go, that's what they I told just them told to go, me tonight. Go F self, man. I told them to go they F self, man. I know who I roll with, man. They you roll with the most high God, man. Everybody on this call, I heard that same uh, that on YouTube with uh, Myron May. I saw that yesterday, man. And, and, and I wish to God that we could have got to him. Uh, when he ever he restocked us, man. So you already defeated the purpose, man. You run with the Most High God. Everybody on this call, we win them. We beat them. They lost. Y'all, y'all. Uh, Cause let me tell you something. Me and you was yes. The brothers, we handle this in a different way. But I feel for the women on this call because let me tell you something. For me to have to listen to somebody that's my mom's age be assaulted in her bed, sexually raped. Wait, you hear me? And this lady, you know who I'm talking about because you're right on the call right now, ma'am. You, when you talk yeah. about how they mess with you in your bed. And I think about my mother every day, how they mess with her in her bed while she sleeps. And, you know, and I got I to gotta pull it back because the dog is sick. And I'm going out there tomorrow and I'm going to bring her this colloidal silver. Because let me tell you something, I, I'm going to need a lot of ground and if something happened to our family dog. Because they took out my, my, this is what they do. They kill our animals. And they killed my dog years ago. They kept coming up in this apartment. And I live in a 501c3 apartment where I have to give my keys to the program. They have keys to this apartment. They come in here at will. Because yeah. I'm in, I'm in they um, have uh, keys disability to everyone's house. They have keys to everyone's house. We've got to do Yeah. Yeah. They told me, yeah, we got your keys hidden in the keys elevator. In the elevator. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, that's okay. you. Yeah. You know, it's all psychological. So, you know, thank you for everybody that's bigging me up, you know, that's just giving me a hug right now through this song because um, that's all they do all day. They just, just, just they try to get you to the point where you're going to jump off a bridge. Yeah. yeah. Mind you, that's what they told. And they kick you when you're down. Remember yes. that. When you're done, you're going to get it that much worse. And, you know, we're going to get them. There's some of us in this group, Julie here, one of them. If anybody's going to get these people somehow, some way, you know, some of us are going to get them. We're going to have victory. Do it is everybody we're got to pray and ask God to help us. You got to, hey, when, when right. God hear everybody pray, that's when right. God hear everybody pray, that's Amen. when it's going to stop. Right. You got to pray to God every day and ask God to help us, man. I do. That's to make the prayers go to heaven. That's the only way God will stop you know this, what, man, for everybody you know to pray. I pray, too, and then I got to repent, too, at the same time, because let me tell you something, and this is what they do. They want to get you all evil thinking, all nasty, just spewing all type of hate in your head, 
And then when I catch myself, I'm like, no, Lord, please, I repent from the evil that they're trying to blast on my head because they want to get you to the point where you like them. You're reacting, you're being nasty, demonic, doing ugly stuff. And then, then they get, get you on camera and be like, okay, we can take you to the sideboard now. Come on, let's go. And that's all they do here in Brooklyn. And they do the same thing in Los Angeles, in Atlanta, in New York, New Jersey. Nick Dix, D. Nick All right, I'm going to wind it back. That's why you got to, uh, we got to tell everybody, man, that's the main objective. We got to be an angel to everybody else. A lot of people don't even know this happening to them. We already won the battle. We know what's happening. Okay, I Right, and D, uh, don't let them push your buttons. Sounds like they yeah. are very um, yeah. reactionary, and they know exactly how to push your uh, buttons. I'm now. real fiery, and I and I do everything to calm it down because they keep me in. I'm a young guy. I'm in physical pain. I'm in pain right now, and I have to walk around because the way they target me, they're hitting my left side. I feel like I'm I, my whole left side feels like an antenna. And they just shoot me and hit me up. And my mom is complaining about it. She's like, my left side hurts. And all I could tell her, you know, because I can't even tell her too much because she was the one that signed the paperwork to have me admitted. And I tell her certain things, and it overloads her so that she goes back. It's like a default thought where she's like, do you need to go to the hospital? I mean, like, are you serious? I'm trying to help you, Mom, but you're stuck on the system stuff. So, Derek, I understand. Oh. Let me just relax. Thank you, everybody in the room. Y'all, y'all be well, blessed. I'm going to... Hey, you hang in before, there. Before you hang up, don't hang up yet. No, I'm not going to hang up. You have to remember something. What you said about 9-11. We were hearing all of these warnings prior to 9-11. It's a lot bigger than you. And if, you, and if the cops, if you have cops that are saying stuff to you, that means that they're going through the same thing you are. All of it was going on prior to 9-11. What I would do is, you said your family's uh, with Homeland Security, send mm-hmm. in an email to Pete King and just let him know what's going on. He does, They won't do anything. They're not going to... I have been doing this for five years, and I've mm-hmm. never had a problem. Anytime that I hear anything that sounds like it could pertain to a terrorist attack, which this does, and the reason you're being targeted is because your family is with Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. So I, I make sure you send something into Pete King and just tell him what you're hearing, tell him where you're hearing it. You don't have to give me your address. You don't have to give your phone number or anything else. You know, uh, he, he you, you made a least, good point. Mm-hmm. He at least will investigate it. We were hearing this um, up north, up in New York, and up in Massachusetts prior through V2K, prior to 9-11 happening. We were also hearing it prior to what happened in Boston with the Maryland I was Boston. hearing it, too. So, I didn't even uh, know what exactly. I was hearing. And, and neither did I. Neither did any of us. But you know, because I'm know. a teenager. And, and, ma'am, I'm glad you said that because let me tell you something. Right before 9-11, that was the same year that I started getting high. Exactly. Wow. That, and yeah, 93 was the year that I started using cocaine. And that 93 wow. was the year that we went, we went to war with Iraq. So remember, remember that with the first Bush. That's wow. when a lot of this started. So you, right. need to, you need You're to right. send something into Peking to warn him. And part of it could be some of the things that they do with the triggers is your last name being Littleton. It may not be New York that... that 
they were thinking about attacking. It could be Littleton, Colorado, which that happened in '97. You so know every mm-hmm. there's there's a lot to it. So just just make sure you send something in. That's all I'm asking. Uh, I will try. It's just I don't trust them. And 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 I, and I know what you're saying. You still have trust with the government. I don't trust them. With that, with that, with that stuff, I do, and I've been sending stuff to them for the past five years. When I hear stuff like that, let me put it to you this way: when that, when they took down that Ukraine Ukraine plane, okay, what was that two months ago? I heard it two. I heard it two days prior to them actually talking about the week before. I live in Florida. The week before, I heard that they were taking down the plane. I sent it into Peking two days prior to them taking down the plane. I wished I had done some of that prior to some of the other terror attacks. Uh, are you from Long Island originally? No. Oh, you got a New England tongue. That's what I'm saying. Okay. All right. Oh, was, was I from New England? I thought you said New Orleans. Yes, I am from New England originally. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You got the New England tongue because I was asking if you was from Long yeah. Island. Because, you know, a Pete mm-hmm. King because he's Suffolk County. All right. right. You know, exactly. thank you for all the advice because I'll, I'll look into it. It's just that I'm right now. This is hot week. They kept on threatening my birthday and the, you know, being Friday the thirteenth and wanting to play with my life. So you know, I'm just putting a word out to y'all. I love y'all. We help each other out. And exactly. you know, I don't think I don't think they're gonna do anything. But if they do, y'all know the real deal. Because after I listened to what Marion May had to say, I mean, he had me in tears. He, he, he they, they just, and this, he was a prosecutor. He worked with the law. Magnus Olsen, that's right. You're right, Ifo. Well, see, you got right, to remember, everybody. Not, remember, man, before you go, it's not what they're going to do, it's what you're going to do. They try to make you do something, bro. Every time that's they try exactly to say right. something, just say that's not you, man. Tell that's them to right. help themselves, man. You know, you stay in prayer. Alongside God, man, that's how you got to do it, man. I stay in prayer. You play chess with God, and they playing checkers with some client with the devil. So mm-hmm. you stay in the light, bro. Just stay in the in light, the man. Black and white checkers, floor. Check floor. Yes, yes, I know exactly what you're saying. All right, everybody, y'all have a blessed one. I'm gonna hang back for a while. Go get a bite. Hey, B. Yeah, yeah, man. Check your food. If they're screwing with your dog's food, make sure you guys like, you know. Be it's smart. too late. You know, they 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 talk, they they terrorize me talking about they putting stuff in my food. And at points they have. I mean I have I have chemical burns under my armpits and the bottom of my feet right now. And um all I can do is pray on the food. That's all I could do. That's why I'm still alive. I pray over all my food. Lord, please sanctify the food, because regardless if there's anything in it, let me tell you something. I have to have some heavy metal poison in me right now. But being that I've been praying over this food, I'm still with y'all. I'm in pain, though, and I know I probably got some toxins in my system. And right now I'm boiling a foot bath on my stove because I'm going to soak in some essence salt, you know, because I got to keep chillating. You know, they put – man, it's a given. This just, stuff all Just good. remember, man, you and everybody on this call, we got work to do, man. Okay? That's right. We already passed the test, man. We got to help save some lives, man, so it don't be no more Myron May and nobody else, man. Save some lives and stay alive. We got work to do, man. God spared us. We got work to do, brother. Okay, y'all for listening. Like I said, I'm going to fall back and let other people talk. Y'all have a good evening. I'll be here on the call.
Peace and blessing, man. Happy Earth Day. And you hang Stuff in like there. You. you have somebody, you have numbers of people, right, if you really need to talk? Um, I got Linda's number, Mel, and um, I'll get a couple more as you're, you know, willing to give them to me, you know, through the room. Okay. All right. But y'all have a great evening. Okay, I'll be right here on the call. Okay. You hang All tight. Right. Stay strong. I am. Hey. I just checked. There's about 140 people here at the call at this time. Hey, Derek. Yeah. Hi, this is Carol calling from Texas. Hi, Carol. How are you doing? How are you today? Okay. Well, I was just wondering, you know, when you were were talking earlier about police, uh, uh, you know, uh, not, not calling police or anything like that, which I understand, but... What if there are several people, in, or at least two relatives in the house, that uh, are, are receiving the same kind of drab punishment? And you, isn't that kind of, you know, that you, they're witness to each other and couldn't that be a fair uh, witness to a report? Just curious. Well, it could be. I mean, <clears throat> as long as, you know, um, there's safety as long as you're not filing a report by yourself. Okay, but then you know if it, if there are two people in the same household and they're both being targeted, and they both right. witness to each other, and plus dogs or whatever, which is always the case, it seems everybody's talking about their dogs being targeted, which they are here as well. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, isn't that some kind of proof? It's it, it's very hard to go and tell a policeman that you're having this kind of thing happen. But I mean, well, usually there's nothing they can do anyway. Yeah. Well, besides that, you know. I mean, they just can't keep wrapping this story up like it's just a big fable. I mean, you know, because so many people... Well, I mean, you could... uh, I I wouldn't swat it if I were you because usually there's there's not a lot that they can do about it. Um, And, um, you know, they could write up a report if you're really, really lucky, but um, there's also a chance you get carted away to psych ward. So as far as uh, police solutions, uh, usually um, it's one of those three things. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. But, you know, in other words, just don't say anything, right? <laughs> just remain tortured for, for eternity. Uh, yeah, the police don't have the answers, I'll say that. Well, what are we going to do about this? Isn't there a way to, you know, get past all of this and get this thing solved somehow? Yeah, we're working on some things. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's going to be a local solution, I believe. So, uh, well, I admire you, and I admire your work, and I'm, you know, I. Uh, thank you, Carol. Yes, I. I it's wonderful. Anyway, thank you very much. All right. Hi, I Derek. Say that. Yeah. Hi, Derek. Hi, Derek. Hi. Hi. Um, this Hi. is Anita. Hi, this is Anita from Baltimore. How are you? How you doing? Good. I'm. Um, it's been a rough, rough couple of months, of course. Really? Um, and um, I was I wasn't sure. And I apologize. I just came on the call with if we had a topic tonight, or guest speaker, or we're just doing general talking now. 
Okay, we're uh, we switched over to general topics, and we're talking about that at this time. Okay. Uh, basically, whatever is on your mind. I'm I'm getting a lot of gang stalking at work. Um, from the custodian to the teachers, I think that, um, and I'm just trying to get some solutions. Um, I've sent the email out to my Equal Opportunity Office about some of these people who I work with who are harassing me on the job. Um, Oh, yeah, I'm getting a lot from some teachers on the job, the custodians, my classroom. I actually haven't been to work in about a week because just so I won't respond to it, you know what I mean? So I kind of took off this week and uh, just to kind of regroup myself, you know, because it's like how do you deal with that reality of all these people harassing you, you know, who you work with for years, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's a big pill to swallow. You know, there's parents, um, parents, some of my parents are a part of it now, and, you know, it's a lot for me. Wow. It's a lot of, of dealing with that. But I have um, protocol with my principal. He, I don't think he believes me. I didn't tell him what they were doing. I'm just, you know what I mean? So, yeah, do you, have, I know. Um, do you have any alliances there in Maryland? Is there anybody that you can talk to or meet oh, with? Yeah. I do. I do have people that I could talk to. Um, it's not every. Uh, not I do have some connections with Cassandra, some other people in the area also. Currently. Oh, okay. Cassandra um, Nola. Excuse me. Uh, Nola, you talking to Nola? And, uh, I spoke to Nola before a couple of years ago. I spoke to her. But I think it's a it's a uh, because it's it's in my workplace. I think I do have a valid, and I hear you always talk about that on the local level that it is something that we have to deal with on the, on the local level. And I'm kind of you know looking at that first of all with my mobbing that's going on at work that I'm getting. I think these individuals have talked to these people at work at my job, have met with them, have given them they have new cell phones. I don't know what the cell phone thing is about, but I guess they feel like they're hurt or they are hurting me or something by pointing their cell phones at me. This this InfraGuard. System contact InfraGuard. Excuse me? Hi, it's me, D, again. Um, Grouped with the cell phone, that mm -hmm. is for them to hug together in like a work group. And then InfraGuard would be in the loop, so they would be able to um, circulate information back to InfraGuard. Because I noticed InfraGuard toggles a lot of this gang stalking. Because I watch Mm -hmm. them out here in my area here in Brooklyn. And they literally sit in front of the building and wait for me to walk out the building, and then they're, they're like, um, signaling each other over their phones. Okay, he just turned uh, the corner. Oh, he just went down the stairs into the subway. Oh, he just wanted to target. You know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. It's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, the group Marvin is through those phones. Well, see, I, the, thing, the thing is, though, in the workplace, right, I have some legal recourse in the workplace with people who are harassing me at work. Now, at, yeah. at most schools today, I don't know if people understand that since Sandy Hook, almost all schools have cameras. We have about 30 cameras throughout our whole building. So if you're in the middle of my, in front of my classroom door pointing your cell phone at me, there's a camera on you. 
when you log into our building, you have to log, you have to click into our building, you have to log in on that. And I asked the secretary because our computer was down, they have to take your picture. So a lot of more stranger, strange people that I know that look, you know, in our buildings, in my class, in my building recently, you know, and, um, you know, it's just like I said, the mobbing was real, and I just wasn't sure how to really respond to it, especially for people that I worked with for years, you know what I mean, or what someone could have told them about me to make them want to think that they're going to hurt me. You know, these people have come to mind, you know. Yeah. It's kind of I'm, strange. It's just a strange thing to kind of swallow. It's hard to deal with that. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm I had to, you know, like like the brother said, like Wes said, it mm-hmm. begins with us how we react to almost oh, definitely, with us. Um, almost definitely. You know me, but I think it's still I'm a human being. I'm a person. No, and I, I know. And, you know, and you kind of like you said that human being. Oh, we're not. Oh. You know, and I, and I have my days. You know me, people. No, Anita. No, that's a big. I'm looking in the faces of people who really want to hurt me. At the end of the no. day, like, I'm like, some, I'm, how do I turn some, I teach first grade. You know, these, these, you talk about teachers who teach third grade, fourth grade. These people have lives in their hands, and they've decided to break the law. Yeah. These women have decided to literally, they to think yeah. that someone hates me that bad, that they yeah. want to break the law, or yeah. they want to throw their jobs and careers. You could be, teachers can be sued. We have to carry insurance also. So I mm-hmm. literally, if these teachers are, har- I can file a suit against them for harassing me on the job. So I can file a lawsuit with Baltimore City. I've already, all, already I just by protocol, because my principal's an idiot. So I sent a, um, an email, I had to email him that was going on. He didn't believe me, but that's okay. But, you know, I didn't send it. God bless you. What you say? Uh, I said, you in Baltimore, God bless you. I heard uh, about Baltimore. Uh, I heard uh, about this school system. They, your good teachers go through it hard, hard yeah, because um, they, Well, you know what, I think, but you know what, here's the thing, though. Since this, we, everyone, this, and I know a lot of people have gone through the mobbing with the jobs and on our jobs and how these individuals infiltrate our jobs. But you're talking about one thing about a school system. School teaching is different from any other job because we're really isolated most of the day. It's really just me and my children in my classroom. So these individuals are literally coming to my classroom door and doing whatever they – I don't know what what they think they're doing or, you know, uh, not cleaning my room. Have you heard heard of Charlotte Isserby? Who? Charlotte Isserby. No. The reason, okay, I'm going to try to find her name. I don't know if you're in the chat or not. Because I listen to um, Coast to Coast AM with George Norrie. And um, Mm -hmm. they have a lot. He's got YouTube stuff in his show. He has this lady. Her name is Charlotte Isserby. She Mm -hmm. used to be an official for... um, I think Reagan's administration for schools. Mm-hmm. And she has a book out talking about mm-hmm. the Skinner effect, about, you know, how the school system basically is set up to mess up our kids. 
And this lady, mm-hmm. she, she, she's an older woman. She's up there mm-hmm. in the 70s. She has a lot of great info on how to deal with what she's going through. Mm-hmm. And well, you know um, what, baby? Can I tell you something about me? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a tough cookie because I'm going to look you in your eye. I'm from Queens, New York, from the project, mm-hmm. honey. And if you want uh-huh. to me, I'm, I'm going toe-to-toe with you, but I can't do that in the workplace. You know what I'm saying? I'm so, saying. and I will, you know, so if you go, you're going to do that, I had to step back because I'm not going to jail over some thoughts, okay? I learned that word, what that was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm not going to do it. I've worked, this is 26 years of putting a career together, God, 18 years you. with the one of my city. And I'm not just wow. going to throw away uh, my career over some, some, you know, some facts or some, some whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. You hear me? I'm not going to do it. So, but no, they're the ones who are going to be in trouble. They're the ones. It's not me. They're reacting. I'm not reacting. Because, you know, I've been on my job for a long time. And teachers have something called tenure. You know what I mean? We have tenure on our job. So even, you know, I, I, I'm already in the process of getting a lawyer to protect myself. I'm also going to file out some peace orders to keep these people from away from me. Do what you got to do. Whatever I need. And, all, and I'm doing a paper trail. I always hear Derek says that it takes place on a local level that we tell her. And I think no. that's Part of it, D, is that, and I really, what I've been going through, I think, for the last um, couple of years has taught me, I had to say, Anita, this is the time, if any other time you have to take a stand, this is the time to do it. That's right. Because not am I only doing it for myself, and I heard Dwight say that, that we're about saving lives. I have to save the lives of my children that I work with every day. There so you go. If any other time I could go home and, you know, cry about it, and I, you know, I was just so, you know, because people don't know, I go to, we're, we're tortured all night, and I get up the next day and I go to work. And then to go to work and have to be deal with some idiots at work. I'm like, okay, you're messing with the wrong sister. You're messing with the sister from Astoria Queens Projects. And we can go there if you want to. And one thing I learned about growing up in New York, guess what? If you go hard, I'm going to go harder. But you know what? The worst person, I said, nah, I'm not going to go there with you because that's what they want us to do. That's what they, I'm not going to go there with you. But you know what? I'm going to use the law that's already on the books. What does the law say about workplace harassment, or, or people um, harassing someone because they think that they're uh, homosexual on the, in the workplace? There are laws to protect people. That's straight up okay? EEO. Right. Yes, that's it EEO. is. It is. So if that's what the, that that what was put out about me, because guess what? Not everybody is under this program. Not everybody is a part of Infragog. So some of those people who you think that they also know that's not Miss Heath. That's, that, that, that does not make sense. I've worked with this woman for years, so what you're saying and what she's – I've had throughout my whole career proficient 100% evaluations. How do in one year you, uh, you turn around and give this woman an ineffective evaluation? When I've had the best teachers, the best administrators give me a hundreds across the board, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. 
it's how I react. I know about the Tarzan. Right. I learned mm-hmm. about it. I know what it's about. I know we're blacklisted. But I know within this system, we also have to understand what we what this, we know what the system's about. But within this system, how do we use the law to protect us? Mm-hmm. There are some that are that can protect us in the workplace. And how do we do that? How do we do that within the system that we know that mm-hmm. we have? You know, because it is meant for me to lose my job. Of course, that's kind of hard for teachers, but you know by painting a picture of me, and the picture is incorrect because anyone who would, you know, but, but here's the thing, though, D, and, 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 and you guys got to help me with this. A lot of people are being taken over by the program. Thank you. That's, 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 that's what, what I saw about it. That's what I this saw. And that's what's, heart, that's what's heart, heartbreaking for me. No, but some people that they have already have always – I saw a beautiful quote today about that Harriet Tubman said. She said, I freed 1,000 slaves, but I could have freed 1,000 more, but they didn't know that they were enslaved. Wow. That was the best quote I had. Many of us, look, we we didn't probably know we were a part already part of the program either until we kind of like a light came on, like, oh, something's going on here. Who knew? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm being painted as the bad guy when I've lived 49 years, 50 years of my life doing the right thing. I don't know. The whole world's gone inverted. And then the system, you know, for me to actually look at the human being, my fellow man, to understanding that the behavior, the strange behavior that I see within my fellow man is um, interference with technology. Mm-hmm. where a lot of people are being taken over by this technology, for me to actually literally fight the silent sound, read 2K in my apartment, to keep mm-hmm. it from changing my personality. Right. Because it tries. The, right. Indeed, that's the thing, and I know, and I'll please somebody else chime in if you have any um, suggestions or anything. And I'm learning this only they can suggest something or they can B2K yes. to death, but in, at the end of the day, I, you know, I still have a choice. I still have a choice somewhere, like, okay, you know, this is my choice. Let me tell you, I know you have a choice. This is what they do to me when I have to leave my home. And it upsets me because I have to do what I can to control it. They make me shake. I mean, mm-hmm. there was one day I was downstairs in my in my lobby trying to get into my mailbox, and my hands were shaking so much mm-hmm. I couldn't put the key in my box, and mm-hmm. I had to breathe for a minute. And I said, "Look, I'm talking about look. They got you shaking. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Do not fear these fools." Right. That's and, right. And I have to keep telling myself this because they tell me everything of disgust and upset because they know my mind. They're in my head. They're going through my files. Mm -hmm. I mean, literally, they got a whole visual matrix on our life. Mm -hmm. You know, I actually seen them use the software on a Nova documentary. And when I saw the software they used, they used this big gigantic board and it's frames. It's like them doing a movie, but it's frames of your visual life from them reading it off of your brain, from the brain-to-brain interface. But you know what, Dee, you you can have that. They can interface. They can upload brain map and mm-hmm. this and that and that. But my soul 
is mine. My soul That's is right. at rest. That's you know, right. they're trying to catch something that they'll learn something. But the, the human spirit is something else, you know. And I think for me and my walk and my journey right now, and I was talking to my daughter today. I said, you know, I, I was able to, was fortunate enough to work hard enough to buy my dream home. I told her today that I'm going to sell it because it's not worth it. It's not worth my peace. It's not worth me getting hurt over. It's, you know, um, I've, I've been very fortunate. I've had a career for, you know, for 26 years as a teacher. It's not worth it. It's not, you know, if I, I could do something else, if that came to the you know, the case, I'm not going to react. If you have a violent reaction for me, it's not going to happen. No. I'm not. I've lived, 50, you know, I'm not, you know, I heard you guys were talking about Myron Mary. He said she was so young. He was so young, and I think, you know, maybe in his mind or his torture, he thought that by doing that, that was going to help the cause. That is not the cause. No, that didn't help the cause. And I, and I think about now that I'm older, you could think about people who went through the civil rights movement. You talk about activism and why those individuals chose the task of nonviolence, because they already knew. They already knew that they were going to be, if they took that route, that they were going to be treated. You know what they went through at the lunch counter. And I've seen the documentaries. I mean, to the point where I almost wanted to rip my TV off the wall. But I, I think what, what, what I, when you, here's the piece, though, the, in, when the piece that is going to be the key. People expect you to do that. The That's technology right. has, is, is based on logic, I guess. But the That's human spirit right. is not going to give you that. You know, I, I was supposed to react a certain way with the gangs talking on my job. You know what I did? I'm gonna, if you're some, you could do this to me, you better look me in my eye. You're going to look me in my eye and look me in my spirit and see who I am. If you could do this to me, if you could do this, and I, you know, I was in New York then, and I saw all these people, and, I mean, they did. As soon as I came home from Christmas, I was, you know, I, it's kind of weird how they were able to do that. They were already set up waiting for me when I went home. And I, we've lived in my community since I've been six years old. And I don't know, you know, a white man in the projects is kind of like stands out. You know, usually know that's a detective or something like that. So that's yeah, kind of weird. So, but anyway, I, for me, I still choose when I'm home, I'm having a good time, you know. But I, I think for me the, the big pill is to swallow is how many people have decided that they still had a choice to do what they're going to do. And if you choose, even at the work, I'm going to look. If you're going to do this to me, I'm going to look you in your eye, woman or woman. You're going to look me in my eye, and you're going to say, you know what, I'm doing this for a person who I know is a good person. They turned their face from me. You know what, I'm glad you said that, ma'am, because lately I look folks in their eye here in Brooklyn, and they got to turn away. Yes, they do. They They turn away, and that's how I know they are part of this thing. You're right about that, because you know what, you bold and... Badass, what would you do? Look me dead in your face as you bringing me your evil. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and trust me, there's enough evil out here in Brooklyn, New York, where some of them may do. They'll, mm-hmm. They're crazy enough where they'll look you in your mm-hmm. face for a while. They're getting ready to do something awful to you. Mm-hmm. And I know that behavior, too. 
I actually had one of the gang stalkers, and I worked with this woman for three years, threatening me. I was like, no, boo, you're not going there. You're not going there. I just looked at her face like, you are not going there because I took a picture. <laughs> if you're you. going to do that to me, I got and I got your picture. And it's I had her picture, she, so she decided she was going to threaten right. me. That's no, you're right. not. No, you're not going to threaten me. No, you're not. I'm going to send your picture. You're going to lose your job for harassing someone at the workplace. That's what's going to happen because someone's going to call on you. Wow. Yeah. You know? So in, anyway, well, thank you guys for listening. I know um, this is a general topic, and I know that um, – and it is a local struggle. It, it is. It's one story at a time, and us telling our stories and um, doing something with them. You know, I think about my daughter. I have a daughter. I have a family. And to think that, you know, it's a, it's a whole family of good people that have done the right thing, what we thought was the right thing. You know, I thought, you know, going to college and, you know, paying taxes and all this stuff was the right thing to do and that the, this part of my life is just, it's so unacceptable, so unacceptable, you know, that we that have sucks. no one to protect us, you know. I know. That sucks. Men, that men, sucks. But men are supposed to, I live in a community, guys, of men who are supposed to protect. These are police officers. These are fathers. These are men who have children, who have wives. They decided every night that they're going to torture a person who's unarmed. Is he still showing off that gun? Is he still showing off that gun? Excuse me? Do you remember your neighbor that was showing off Mm -hmm. his gun every time he would lift up his Mm -hmm. Mm ear? Well, I don't see him anymore, but, he, you know, that one. That's a stupidness. Stupid. That's what mm-hmm. they do in the big city here in New York. Well, you know, because you're Baltimore, so you know how they here on the upper, you know, the new police. Can I tell you something, though? I lived, I grew up in New York all my life. And I, I just, I was, I, you know, I grew up in New York, and I really never, that was the first time that I've ever had anybody I remember, I grew up in New York in the 60s and the 70s before all of the madness with the yeah. in New York. Yeah, like my mom. But let me finish. I've never, ever had, and also my lifestyle, my choices that I made may not have put me exposed to that. that. You see what I'm saying? But that was the first time in my life ever that I've ever had anybody threaten to hurt me. I've never, ever done anything in my life to have anybody to ever want to do that to me. Like, well, he's my, I think he's the, one of my perps, perp, so. But I, but you know what, though? You know what I said when he did that? That had nothing to do with me. When someone commits a crime against some, uh, someone, that, that, that shows who you are, not me. That shows who that person is. That right. showed an act, it showed That's an act strange. of cow. No, it showed an act of cowardice and fear. Not on my part, but his part. Because you yeah. feel that you have to intimidate me. You know. I mean, I don't think that's I don't think that's a part of manhood. Anybody with a, with a man, and if I got an issue with somebody, I'm gonna look them in the face and tell them I got an issue. 
But someone who's out of fear, they're going to act like that if they, if they have something to fear. You so know what I mean? The other, the other night I said I was so mad because they hurt me so bad in the bedroom. And um, mm-hmm. my roommate was home, and I was like, you know, you son of a bitch. He's like, if you didn't have this equipment, you would be absolutely nothing. And it is your powers because you can't even do it to my face. Mm-hmm. You know, but do you know it's funny at work? You should see these people when they think I don't know what they think they're doing. You should see them running. Then they run. Exactly. Whatever yeah. they're doing, I guess they I don't do know. Not want to be caught. <laughs> they're taking my picture. Then they run real quick because they, know, you know, and I'm like, wow. I just what's silliness. I know. I go do it in the street. Mhm. It's silliness. So that tells you right now that these adults, these grown people who have made a decision to sign those papers, they know they're doing wrong. They know that they're doing wrong. Because if I think that I'm doing something right, B, and I think, guess what, in my heart that I'm doing something right, I'm going to stand, stand, Anita, he's going to stand there and look you in your eye like a woman that I am. That's right. But you know that it's in your heart that you are doing wrong. You know. I know that's right. I I do. I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not, I don't fear death. I don't fear, you know, I'm just. But I know that. I heard someone say this other thing. John said, you know what, whenever they want us to take us out, they could take us out. But I'm going to go out fighting and standing up for truth. Not laying down. No, no. You come in, um, you know, I'm going to, like, for example, they gave me an avenue at work. I'm going to tell my story. No, you're not. You're not going to come. If, if someone's targeted at work, you have no right to do that. You have nothing to stand on. What are you going to stand on? You know? So much. This is how, this is why you get in these folks that's coming on these workplace job sites and they are doing this murder suicide. Mm-hmm. You know, because I, I, some people, they can't handle it. Oh, wow. The bully. Oh, I never even thought about that. Yeah, because, you know, the folks that do that murder suicide. Those are TIs that don't know that they're TIs. And they I never probably, knew that. Yeah. Cause I never I that. Yeah. You know, because wow. you're in it. And I think about you, too, because, you know, a lot of these murder-suicide men, we just had one. A professor was just killed. I, I wow. forgot what state and school it was, but this has been a regular thing. Where wow. you'll get students and other staff members, because it could be another staff member in the school. Mm-hmm. People are waking out, wow. and and it's the system because you know you get in the you you got the brain to brain interface. You're mm-hmm. hearing voices. People are crowding you. They're messing around with your psyche by mentioning personal personal subject matter around you mm-hmm. in passing. Only things you would know. But you know what, though? Can I say something, though, D, about that? Can I say something about that? That's the nice thing about getting the knowledge that you have from being on the call for a while, and you gain the information, you gain the education, right? So, you know, you take 
hold on, you take everything, you know, you, you you do your own research. You start to understand. You start to read some of the works of um, engineers and scientists about yeah. the technology, and then you can make a better decision. Then you can make a That's better right. choice. So guess what? Because I've gained that knowledge, I'm not going to make a choice like that. I'm going to think about, oh, no, 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 no. So you never underestimate your opponent, B. Mm-hmm. Never underestimate the other person. So I'm not going to make a decision like that because I've done my research. I had already listened to all other people on the phone calls who talked about workplace mobbing. I've already listened to other people. So when they went out or when they go to restaurants, how they're treated. So I said, oh, but when it happened to me, I could take a step back to make a better choice instead That's of reacting. Right. Instead of reacting. I can evaluate and make a better choice. That as a targeted person, I have to constantly do that. May I be on the street with my Here's an example. I was getting a lot of um, gang stalking in front of my daughter until I realized they were doing it to make me look weird in front of my daughter. So guess what? I, I don't see you anymore. That's right. I don't see you. And guess what? I got that information from talking to individuals on the call. I don't see you. Guess what? The individual across the street, I don't see him. He's nobody important, D. Nope. Even the lady upstairs. He's not important. He's a puppet, too. He's more gangster than I am. Yeah. I used to have my name on day. Jay would literally throw stuff on the floor. I mean, just crash. Yeah, yeah guess what? No, guess what? I was in New York last week. I have a picture. I got to send you this picture. I went to a one-year, my my grand, my grandniece's one-year-old birthday party. I was in Brooklyn. I was off of, um, off of Tillery in Brooklyn, the project's over there. And there, oh, was about, there was about six gang suckers came in there. He's I was, a you know, Having a birthday party, one little girl came in there with her two little. I got a picture. I got. I like. I was taking the picture, and she didn't see me walk. But guess what? It didn't matter. It didn't matter how many was in the room. I know who I am. That's right. That's it. I'm not gonna react. I'm here there with my family. There's about fifty of us. I don't know what they wanted. I'm not gonna react to that. I guess. What? And also, I don't know you. Why would I give you a reaction for somebody? I don't know you. Mm-hmm. And I had to work yeah. on that because yes, they was giving just, it to me on the subway. But that's you, what you know. saying. I'm not going to – right, but guess what? That's the, something that I had to do too. And, but, see, the more information that I got, the more I talked to people about how to react towards that. But I guess for me, the picture that I had to get from work was, guess what, work, jobs come and go, be – Homes come and go, but you know what I'm saying? That doesn't take away my skills as a teacher, as a person. You know what I mean? It breaks, it broke, my heart was broken, though. So these are individuals who choose to believe someone they don't even know who's, who's flashing a false badge about me. That broke my heart, you know what I mean? You know, because I'm, I'm, you know, who wants to believe that you, these people hate me enough to want to hurt me or see me without a job? That's, you know, that was, a, uh, that hurt me. These are people I've, not, I've known. That you I are a saint. Here. I got to say that you are a saint because, one, you are a protector of children. 
And you're a mm-hmm. positive protector of children. Not only are you a protector of children, you're a teacher. And you're not one of these demon teachers out here because I read about oh. them in the news that's sexually abusing the kids, just beating mm-hmm. up the kids, doing mm-hmm. I mean, so we can go on and on. And you're in New York, but you know, you know how some of these teachers are. Yeah. And it's not the whole system. But here's the, here's the problem, though. If you choose to, as an adult, when you make a conscious choice to bully another adult, that makes you no better. That makes you incompetent to be a teacher. Because we, oh. what do we do? You you are setting the state. Children are always watching. They don't miss a thing. Oh, I sort of just be able to miss Anita. Please know, children never. They're always watching us and our behavior and how we treat other people. You know. That's how they learn. Learn yeah, to be a young adult. But, you know, I, like I said, I thank everybody for listening. I'm just, you know, a little sad and disappointed. And I think, you know, I think you, I don't know the lady who was talking. I wasn't sure she was a psychic who was talking before or who they had because um, I came on late. So, you know, this positive thing is, I think for me, my greatest fear is that my other family will be talking also. So, that's not even, you know, that's my biggest thing to deal with, you know. Say that again because there was some noise in the room. I guess my greatest fear is that this will be, this is something that will not, that if something happens, that it will be passed on to my daughter or someone else. Yeah, yeah. That is the big piece for me. Um, it's not just for my nieces and nephews. Yeah. And guess what, though? Even my children, I work with six-year-olds. That's my job. Yeah. And that this is the world that they're going to live in. And um, it's hard, you know. But every day I go, everybody, and I say to myself, do your best. This has made me a better teacher. It has made me a conscious teacher to teach my children how to have their own voice, how to work with other people, how to have a kind heart, you know. In this in this mad 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 world that we live in, you know, that you made me a better teacher than I, you know. Yeah. Let me tell you, for me to be in my thirties, and I still remember every impressionable teacher that made an impact on me in my life. Yeah, you know, I work with little boys. They're like little, ba- you know, they're babies, and they. They, at six years old, you still smile. Children, look at this smile at six years old. They're still happy. And to think that they're going to grow up in a world that, you know. Let me tell you something. One of the best teachers I had, I had this nice Jewish teacher. She was a, she was a stickler, though. Mm-hmm. And um, I mentioned her being Jewish because in the 80s, the schools, in Queens, in the Rockaway Peninsula, was run by the Jewish um, community. And my mom's had, like, rocky turbulence with some of my teachers. Mm-hmm. Kindergarten teacher was fine. First grade teacher gave a hard time. Second grade teacher was cool. Third grade. It was like every other year I would get a teacher that my mother would have issues with. Mm-hmm. And... For me to hear at a young age the divisiveness within our cultural differences, whether you 
black, American, Indian, Jewish, Hispanic, whatever. Mom kept it real and she kept it raw. And one day they made a cement. She kept talking about these Jews and she always told me, she's like, listen, we ain't anti-Semite, but I'm going to teach you about these Jews. Mm. All right, do not let them put you down. And so I kind of took that to heart, but in the wrong way, because I had a teacher that was herping me out. And, I mean, I was only, what, 10 years old. I'll never forget this lady's name, Miss Lazarowitz. She used to sit on my desk during book reading time, and I would have to, I mean, what teacher sits on a student desk and you're staring at the back of a teacher's butt? And she used to do that. It was part of the way she would target me and get me to react. And I, my desk was always next to her desk in front of the class because, you know, she treated me, you know, I, I guess, you know, I was a class clown, so she treated me as such and I got targeted. Mm-hmm. What happened was that caused me to look at every other teacher like that. So by the mm-hmm. time I got to fifth grade, when I met my fifth grade teacher, me and her was button heads. And we was button heads. But this lady, I don't know, she had something special about her because she automatically knew what my issue was, and she challenged me on it. She mm-hmm. challenged me because she sat and talked with my mom and I don't know. It was a connection my mother made with my fifth grade teacher. The, the, mm-hmm. the, I mean, literally, the, the, the lady, you know, had my mother in tears at one point because, you know, she saw my mom was going through something. And around that mm-hmm. time, we was going through a lot of family issues. Long story short, this teacher pulled me to the side and literally yanked me the way my mother yanked me. Yeah. And looked me dead in my eyes and I felt a soul. I felt that her humanity, okay. and she didn't have to tell me, she didn't have to tell me that don't be an anti-Semite. She just let me know, listen, I understand what you're going through. I'm not like them, and I know what you're going through. Okay. And okay. what made a change is when she ate up one of her own people right in front of me because she saw another teacher being unruly with you. Nigga, you full of shit, man. You are too, mama. But you are, though. You are. For you to come out here and talk about that while we having this conversation. Now, back off. Wow. Are y'all there on the call? Mm Mm-hmm. Hello? Did y'all hear that? What did he say? You didn't hear, babe? You were full of shit? You were full of shit? You didn't hear that? I, oh, okay. I, he, he sound crazy. So. <laughs> but anyway, I, was, mm-hmm. I had a good I had a good Jewish teacher bring me back mm-hmm. to my family to let me know that mm-hmm. there was still humanity within the teachers that I had in my school. Mm-hmm. And she kind of felt that I was having some issues with the Jewish teachers in the school. And I talked to her about mm-hmm. it. And she mm-hmm. said, "No, we're not all like this. It's just some mm-hmm. of them act. Some of them act like that." And you know, at a young age, I learned that it's not about the culture. It's not about you being Jewish, you being African American, acting niggerish, you being mm-hmm. Hispanic, acting thickish. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know the, all the derogatory terms that they use. Because mm-hmm. this is what they do. They want to keep us divided in a divisive right. state of mind. So right. this. Targeting could work out well. That's right. You know? 
So, you know, I thank you for your humanity because, you know, it's a good teachers out here that, that let me know that everybody is not a terror. I mean, there's still humanity in, in, in teachers in these school systems that, you know, could grab one of a child that's troubled. Cause I was, I was a troubled kid. My mom's, was, mm-hmm. my mom's had a troubled house because of our father and, the t- and us being targeted as a family. Mm-hmm. They tried, you know, because the school system tried to um, put me in special ed. Mm-hmm. So you know, to fight that, you know how that go. Right. Well, I, you know, I, I've, um, I went to New York City public schools, so I don't want to go there. But I, um, as an edge, I've always always been a teacher, and I've always wanted to do my best that I could do, whatever I did in my life, and I understood that you have to um, enjoy what you're doing and really enjoy working with children, and I've dedicated my life to that. I've been a mother, you know, uh, an educator for a long time, and it saddens me to see other people who are in charge of children all day decided they want to break the law. At the end of the day, you're still breaking the law, you know. And uh, for myself, I choose to – I also do have to choose the higher road, you know. That's right. I have to choose the higher road. I have to, as a targeted person, also knowing that I am, whatever that means, that I am um, – even telling, even telling with the brother across the street, I pray for him. I pray for his family. I pray for his children, because you know, at the end of the day, we're kind of all in the trenches together. Believe it or not, for and, real, um, for you know, real. And um, even I, I see all the people who are doing this, who are, you know, think they're. I don't know. I look at them. I kind of feel sorry. I'm like, aren't we all in here together? You know, at the end of the day, the people who are at the workplace, and, you know, they may be even a little deeper in the trench than I am, you know. <laughs> you know, like, uh, with a barrel, and I really, I, mean, I had to change, kind of change my perspective. I also stopped personalizing it, believe it or not, you know. Like, everybody that's in my in the car who are perfect me, they don't know me. They don't uh, know. personalize it too much. You're right about that one. I had to kind yeah. of take out of it because even though it's being done to me, I'm, these people don't look at me as a human being. They don't look at me as a soul or a spirit or a mother or a teacher or a parent or, you know, a mother, as a woman. Mm-hmm. They don't see my spirit. They don't see my soul, you know, because it's meant to dehumanize me. That's what this is meant to do so and to break me. But if you know me... <laughs> You know me. Yes, I may bend, but I don't break. I got women. I got women in my ear talking about yeah. We gonna cut your penis off when you get into the FEMA camp. Uh, oh yeah. I mean, it's beautiful. I get all types of um, see. I don't stuff in I don't, my ear. I don't. <laughs> no, I don't talk back because it's not. They're not. They're not in front of me. They don't exist. Mm-hmm. For me, you know. But like I said, thank you, everyone. thank you, Dee. Thank you for tonight. I thank just, you, Anita. Just a you little too. I'm just disappointed. You're disappointed with humanity. You're disappointed with um people who decide that they want to hurt someone else without even checking the facts, you know. 
thinking for themselves. They allowed other people. They, you know, you say that all the time. Think for yourself, you know. But you know what? You helped my disappointment tonight because us being able to come out here on these calls and rally together and, you know, just lift each other up, even yeah. if it's just to hear it a really, story. It is. It really, I mean, it's helped me. I've, I've, I've You know, I take what's. You know, I'm not one, I'm not a combative person. You guys already know that. I'm not going to, I don't know, I'm learning. I don't know anything, but I have to, I've learned to do the research for myself and find some information, and that's going to help me make a better decision. That's all I do, because I got to And one thing that I, I wanted to say to you, B, is what we do with our life. That's right. What we do with living. It's not my death being in vain. It's my living being vain. I know for me, I've tried to live. I've consciously always, even when I grew up in New York, tried to consciously choose to live my life righteous, live my life with um, not having skeletons in my closet, Doing a good job, taking pride in doing it. I've always took pride in working and doing a good job and uh, the best that I could, you know. And even with this, even with the losses that I have, and I think a lot of us who are targeted people, we're we're also grieving. We're grieving um, the loss of many things that, not things, but our life, our, our lifestyle that we've created. And, you know, and that's, that's a lot, you know, grief is grief, and we have a right to grieve, you know, of our, the grieving of what we thought was real, the life that we thought was real really wasn't. And that's a big deal. And you're a young man, you know, the, and uh, with some more living to do, you know, and at 51, I'll be 51 this year, and to really see the world as it is is a big pill to swallow, you know. That's right. I know you've all because also, and maybe you've always known that because you were targeted at such a young age, you know. But I know, um, you know, I'll be back to work on Monday, and you know what? I'm gonna go when I put my head up high. I'm gonna be the best teacher for six hours a day. I'm gonna go in and give my children the best lessons I could do. That's all I could do, you know. That's all I could do. I could come in my community and be the best person in my community. That's all I could do. So, you know, you may have a story, but that story, you don't tell my life story. My life tells my story. So they may have me on a FEMA file or video camera. I don't know. I don't think that's, I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything about that. I'm not a super soldier. You know, Derek, please tell me, I don't know anything about, I don't know anything about weaponry. All I know is about teaching or being a mother. Those are the things I know about. I don't know about any of those other things. Someone decided that Miss Heath is a, I guess, a, a, a threat to American society. I don't know how, but <laughs> a freaking first grade teacher, I don't know how, but someone says she's a threat, I guess, and we're going to take her out of here, but. Oh, it's not gonna be that easy. Mm-hmm. That's never, right. Never underestimate the power of this the of of live of those that want to live. Um, and I'm uh, planning on living well. Yeah, every one at a time. You know, one day at a 
time. But even in New York, with all the shink stalking, you know what? I, would, I guess I can say to you is just keep looking straight ahead because that's what I do. I don't see them. I had a, someone stepped in front of my I was in the supermarket, I guess, and said, good morning. I said, good morning to you, handsome guy, and winked and kept it moving. That's what right. Do, what do you want me to do? I don't know. What do you? I mean, you want me to comment on you being rude? I don't think so. I mean, That's like just, I mean, you're getting paid. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what you want me to do. You know. Um, you gotta live your life. That's all you can do. That's and I'm doing that. Live a life the best way you can. Oh yeah, I'm. I'm I can't complain. You know. That's Just good. Like, you know, I can't complain. But thank everybody for listening. I know some other people may want to call. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Derek, for allowing me to talk. I just got unmuted. I wanted um, to ask, um, there's a petition on change.org by Liz, Linda Bresendorf for um, uh, Congress and, um, you know, to look into, um, do an investigation into this targeted um, 
you know, organized stalking and everything, electronic harassment. And it only needs like 190 more signatures. It had like 800 and something. I don't know why we can't get at least 1,000 signatures on that petition. So I would urge others to please go sign it, put your name. You can, e you can even put your name that you support it and say, don't show my name. But um, I can't believe we can't get 1,000 people to um, support this petition. What's the name of the petition and the person again, please? The person's name is Linda Bresendorf. B R E S S E N E O R F, I think. Okay. And okay. if you type, it, yeah, and if you go to change.org and type in gang stalking with a hyphen in between gang stalking, I okay. think you should find it. Um, it's quite a long title electronic harassment, gang stalking. Okay, thank you. But it only needed 190 more signatures uh, a few days ago. Well, we have that many people on the call tonight, so um, people get out there and look for Lisa Bressendorf. Linda. Linda. Linda Bressendorf. And electronic to uh, gang stalking with a hyphen or electronic harassment and gang stalking, right? Yeah, and I was trying to get on the call when Anita was on because if Anita's still listening, I want her to call me tomorrow. Um, yeah, I came across some information that might help both of us. Great. Because what we what we both experienced was at work and in our homes. So. Yeah. Have you had a chance on a general call, a big call like this one, to talk about some of your findings and some of your successes at all? It's a quiet call, so some people, if they haven't heard you already on a Saturday call, might be interested in hearing some of the work you've been doing with the uh, shielding that seems to be helping people. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, so I spoke to one TI tonight, and I heard her on the call, and I've done it to a few other TI's cars, but um, if you just take a big cardboard box and you take either mylar or aluminum foil and tape it to the um, cardboard box, and then when you put it in your trunk, you put it against the back seat, so the reflective side is facing like the back of your car, your taillights, and you fold over the, you make the box big intentionally and you fold over all four corners so no energy comes up behind your back seat um, and um, keep your sunroof shut. And if you have, have to, um, if you have any little cracks up there or whatever, put mylar or something. And um, you can also do this, use the same approach um, on your seat, car seat. And that seems to eliminate a lot of the uh, zapping as you drive down the highway or go to work or whatever. As far as the homes, um, I, I really urge people to get a ghost finder. And you can get them on eBay as low as like 99 cents or $2 or $3. Um, I don't download apps or anything like that because as a TI, you might get a little something extra with your app. But... Um, the Ghost Finder detects bugs, um, like electronic bugs, cameras, microphones, and recorders. In every TI's house so far, it has detected um, electronic bugs. In my home, I actually started removing them, and I'm saving them um, as evidence. And, um, 
And then after doing that, using an electromagnetic radiation meter, I have a DT1130, again, off eBay. You can get that for 7 or $8. It measures in hertz. They call it a DOS meter. Um, and you can actually go up to your light switches and outlets, and you can see if they're emitting a lot of electromagnetic radiation because even though they're using satellites and they can beam scalar through your roof and all that stuff, um, really a lot of the stuff they're using is bugs in the walls. A lot of the ladies, they have them in their bathroom lights, their switches, um, could be the wall, cameras in the wall. Um, but um, so anyways, yeah, getting the ghost finder to find the electronic bugs, getting the DT1130, it'll actually give you a measurement. I do have a CC308. I hardly use it. Um, I do have a tri-field meter. That's handy, but it's a little pricey. Um, the next meter that I really need to get is um, like an RF Explorer, something to tell me the frequencies. But right now, um, anybody who's getting like V2K, I would strongly urge you to take cotton balls, toilet paper, Kleenex, dip them in olive oil, stick them in your ears at night. Um, they can go through your eyes and your ears typically to get the frequencies to do the mind control V2K stuff. So you might even need to wear like um, some type of, you know, take a 100% cotton T-shirt and cut it into strips and make it into like a headband so it covers your ears and your eyes. Um, I, I don't like it when people cover their entire head because I think your head needs to breathe. But cutting down the electromagnetic radiation is super important because they really need that. And look for any pinholes and cracks and things like that um, if you're getting hit with lasers like I do. <laughs> um, because they tend, for some reason, they're t uh, they need these pinholes and cracks. I don't, I don't know why, but I took flat paint and I took sheetrock compound and I, I'm covering them all up. And um, flat paint works really well. It's chalky, and, um, and it works well to block the energies and the frequencies because um, these two columns in, my, in the living room were sending really bad energy directly up to my bedroom while I painted them with ceiling paint, very thick, chalky paint. It made a significant difference um, in, the, in the bad energy. Uh, the other thing is I put mylar on my roof rafters, and I would like to do that when I go to the TI's house when possible. If people are living in apartments, it might be hard. But um, basically layering the materials is the most effective way to block out frequencies and to protect yourself. So that means using reflective and non-reflective material. Um, so that would be like mylar and cardboard or mylar and styrofoam. But the brown paper bag material they sell on rolls at um, Home Depot, that is also very effective. It, you know, now I know why they don't give us brown paper bags in the stores and they want us to use plastic because a lot of these energies go right through laminate. Like I have, um, I bought furniture from Ikea, and um, really, real wood is much better than any man-made material. All the natural fibers like wool, leather, um, wood. Um, yeah, so I'm doing okay, even though, you know, they, they come at me hard sometimes, mm -hmm. but I'm going to start writing letters to um, DOJ, CIA, NSI, and NSA, all the agencies, and um, based on things that I saw 
in documents, um, I am going to tell them if they are doing any covert surveillance on me, they are doing it under false information that was supplied to them, and I can prove that person provided false information. And I'm also going to my town, City Hall, and I am going to ask who is getting money for community policing, how much do they get, how much does the city get, who's that money going to, are they giving gift cards to anybody. I intend to... Wow. I, I don't care what they do to me. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, and I'm going to let all of them know, DOJ. I'm mm-hmm. going to let them know I am EMF sensitive. If you are doing covert surveillance and the agency I work for, they know mm-hmm. I'm EMF sensitive. So if they're hiding bugs and all these things in my walls and my outlets and my switches, if they're the ones who are doing it, then they are intentionally hurting me because I'm going to put them on notice I'm EMF sensitive, and that means frequencies, um, transmitters, and all that. You know, if I have to get a handicap sign for my car so I don't have to sit and walk past all those wireless things in the parking lot. Today I went to Lowe's. They have scanners at the end of the aisles. Um, So now I'm going to have to shield my clothes. Um, But I I know how to deactivate my – I'm 99% sure I have a chip, several chips, but one that's very active. And I know how to disable it. Mm-hmm. I, I, know how to, I know how to temporarily disable it. I think I know how to permanently disable it, but I'm going to mm-hmm. wait until I can get the scan from Melinda Kidder. So mm-hmm. um, I'm hoping to do that this year is get the scan. Hi, Connie. Hi. Hi, this is Anita. How are you doing? Good. Do you want to get together um, tomorrow or this week? Oh, great. Please do. I was also going to say for um, anyone else who is also listening, I want to thank Connie for coming out to my home. She didn't know who I was, and she came out and helped me to shield my home, to help tech me, teaching me some new ways, some new things to do to help myself to to, um, save my life, actually. So I want to thank her for that. Oh, also, we're going to be working together on some other projects because I don't want her to go out by herself. <laughs> she knows that. I tell her because she'll go visit anybody's house if they're willing to invite her in. She's really serious about helping people in our situation. And um, and I know um, Derek always says on the local level, and we've talked about um, doing some things on the local level in terms of shielding for someone who may not know how to shield properly because uh, that's a part of that educational process also, you know, to keep us sick all the time. So I just wanted to say thank you publicly, Connie, for helping me. You're you're welcome. It was really nice getting to know the TIs. You know, when I meet the TIs and I hear their stories, it breaks my heart, mm-hmm. and I want to help as many people as I can. And um I'm hoping to make it out to the California sometime. I know there's TIs out there, and there's a couple that I've been in contact with that I want to help, and um, I'm hoping to do that in the next couple months. I, I've been busy with my employment matters, <laughs> but, um, you know, hopefully that will be – I'm hoping it's going to wrap up soon. The hard uh-huh. part that I had to do was this week, so. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just want the public to say that, and thank you, Connie, for all of your information that you provided for us, and your jewel. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, And I was glad to hear that Melinda Kidder 
uh, not Melinda Kidder, um, Darlene Miles was talking about the satellites the other night on Linda's call. That was one of the best calls I listened to in a long, long time. She gave such good information, and that night I started saying, I do not consent on my Facebook. Numerous times I do not consent to intentional or unintentional experimentation. Um, I want to make, Hello. I'm going to also do, send those letters to DOJ, NSA, CIA, FBI. Hello, this is Neil from Maryland. Hi. 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 Um, I've been hit really, really hard lately. I just want to know, do people, do people um, notice enlargement of their breasts and uh, when they hit their private areas, um, weight gain and just complete uh, body texture changes? Yes, of course, yes. And then um, deformation of your face almost slightly, but it's still there. Yes, yes. Um, I, I'm in Maryland, too, if you want to connect, um, and so is Anita. Yeah, but I don't really trust this. I don't even trust this freedom thing because I know that some of them uh, have been actually on the call because I noticed I, I recognize somebody's voice. And you know what? That's something that um, Connie and I, we talked about in the beginning also, but we said that we had to, in, to connect with someone to help save our lives. So we had to take a chance on each other about two months ago. Am I right, Connie? And we yeah, met and, and we connected. And, 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 and um, I'm going to... Go Connie. Uh, sorry. Um, so I had one TI come to where I live, and um, I brought her to the highway because she, you know, I wanted to make sure she could get to the highway back okay. And mm. she, she actually was going to the location where she was going to get the scam by Melinda Kidder. And she told me the next day that she cried when she left my house. And I said, why did you cry? And she says, because of my bedroom. And I said, what about my bedroom? And she said, nobody should have to do that to their bedroom. And I said, um, I don't cry over my bedroom. I do what I have to do to protect myself. It's a safe room. Um, I said, wouldn't every TI like a safe room, a quiet room? I think I don't care what it looks like, you know? Hey. And you know what? Even if I was in a relationship, I still wouldn't care. The person would have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. I I have to do what I have to do. I'm not going to cry over this. I'm not. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to. I'm just going to fight them. I'm going to do it the legal way. I'm going to write letters. I told my lawyer this week, I said, I am going to write so many letters. I'm going to say, I do not consent. I am EMF sensitive. If you're doing covert surveillance on me through a FISA warrant or whatever, mm-hmm. if a, they did that, it, then they did it under false information. I am not a dangerous. I, dangerous. I don't own a gun. I am not a domestic terrorist. Am I vocal about chemtrails and everything? Yes. That doesn't make me a terrorist. Do I want to try to help help people and alert them that GMOs and canola oil and all this crap isn't good? Yes, I, I'm going to continue doing that. That's my right. Mm-hmm. And I Connie, be I was, hello, Connie. I was just going to make sure that, uh, she said that she she wasn't sure how to I have a question you know, for you. Trust, the trust, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, is this brought to, is there legislation against it? Against this kind of thing? 
Well, in Maryland, there is legislation, thanks to Tanya, who sent me um, some information, but each state has rules about bullying and harassment and and that type of stuff. Oh, they, yeah, but you know what, Anita? If we're being harassed in the workplace and if it carries over to your home, um, you know, if you're being harassed and bullied or whatever in your home, and that's what sort of this gang stalking is, they can get one year in prison. They can pay a fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I say let's go for it. Oh, I don't, like, I, I, I am going for it, and you know I am, Connie. And, but I wanted to address the person who said I don't trust um, the, you know, she don't know who you're going to meet people. and uh, Well, I, I, I have to get out. I have to get out where I'm at because they're there. and But the, okay. the two, two of them are leaving because I made a police report. Or right. at least I right. tried to. But if you don't mind if I just address your statement that you said, I think that that is, I think that maybe that's uh, a lot of us feel that way. We're hypervigilant and up, uh, because of what's <coughs> happening to us. But I know for me, I know when Connie and I first met, we talked about that before we met and we talked about that with some other people that I've gotten to know. That's a big issue. But we decided that we were going to connect to help save each other, our lives, that mm-hmm. we needed to connect with people. We needed to talk to someone. We needed to gain information. Are there some people on here that we don't know, you know, because we're all coming together on Saturdays to kind of, you know, this is our support that we have. But outside of this, we had to meet with someone to connect with people on a local level also to get the information. Like Connie and I, we're going to get together for activism reasons. We're also going to put some packets together for someone who's in the Maryland or um, DMV area. We said we're going to put together like an emergency kit if someone calls us and they don't have, some of us don't have money. So we said yeah, we're going to put they some made, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I what okay. what do, what's your name or what do you want to go by? The per the new person who ju- the person from Maryland. Nina. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you so sound me, you sound you sound very strong. Well, I'm sick of this oh. crap. I think I was targeted since I started working for the federal agency, but I didn't realize it until. Um, I didn't really realize it until they zapped me in the head and <laughs> made me EMF sensitive, and I'm going to go after them. I tell you, I'm rep- lawyers said, oh, I'll take your case, each of your cases, you know, for seven or 8000 It would have cost me $25,000 just as a retainer. And I was like, screw that. I'm going to represent myself, and I did a great job. That's what my lawyer said because I just handed it off to a lawyer, but he said I did a great job, and I know I did a great job. But mm-hmm. I was, I get more excited really over when I do shielding and it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I well, try. Well, what do you do? Um, so you were mentioning some things you were experiencing, and there's another lady. I don't think she's on the call. She's experiencing some similar things, and she's the one who came to my house, and mm-hmm. I gave her some things when she left, and she called the next day and said it helped uh, um, stop the problems that some of the problems she was having and I don't Mm -hmm. want to say what they are on the call but if Mm -hmm. you do want to connect with us um, I have been falsely accused on some of these freedom calls as being a perp and I can assure you I'm not 
Um, and that unfortunately made some people say, I think I need your help, but then they didn't contact me again, and I don't know if it's because they were weary of me. And mm-hmm. all I can say is the ones who have faith in me, I'm going to try to help, and the ones that don't, you know, mm-hmm. I, 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 I wish the best for them. Mm-hmm. And I, I hope they find somebody mm-hmm. that they can trust because mm-hmm. you well, really need to stop being isolated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, part, part, pardon me just a second. I, I was wondering if I could ask a question, Connie. Uh, yeah. I've looked, um, I, I've heard you uh, recommend that um, that petition on change.org a couple of nights, and I've gone there and I've, uh, I've, I've tried to search uh, this woman's name as well as the the uh, using gang stalking with a hyphen, and I can't find that particular petition. Me too. Do you have the, there, you have the petition? A, no, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I'm trying to find it right now, and there are 10 pages of, of at least 10 petitions per page, and I can't find her name either. There, There is a link. There's a link on the Freedom in the Freedom Forum. Okay. I think you have to, when you go to the forum, you scroll all Hi. the way. Can you get me in the author? I don't have my father. I'm sorry, lady. When go you ahead. go to the freedom, when you go okay. to the freedom forum, scroll all the way down for the subjects. It's one of the last like two, and if you click on the link, it's I think it talks about petitions or activism or I don't know, and you click on it and you're going to see the lady Linda, who posed, who I guess originally started that petition, and you're also going to see me if you search for. Um, I think I go by Connie and Ziggy uh, as my username. But if you search, you'll find, um, like in that Freedom Form, you'll find it mm-hmm. down there. When it comes up with the topics, it'll say general topics and, you know, mm-hmm. um, different different categories. It's like way down at the bottom. It should be way up at the top. I'm not seeing it. Okay, yeah. If uh, if somebody could find the petition number for that and post it in the chat room, that would that be, would be great. Uh, it would be great, you know, because yeah. I, I think there's probably a lot of people that would be willing to to sign that, uh, you know, even tonight. But the problem is we're having, uh, you know, quite a difficulty um, trying to find the particular one. Yeah, me too. And and Tanya, I don't know if she's on the call, the other day I was talking to her and I said, can you please sign this petition? And she went right away and signed it. Or maybe, yeah. We're Tanya. not lying to you, hon. We just, we're, we're looking for it. We can't find it. Yeah, the, I know they're making it, probably making it hard, just like when Darlene Miles was on the other night and she said, you have to go, you, should, you really need to go look at Ken's website. And it's, uh, when I did a search, it kept on coming up with all these gun websites because it's G as in good, N as in Mary, and N as in Nancy, Ken, G-M-N-Ken.com. And it was really hard for me to find that website. I actually had to go to um, Guerrilla News Media and, and try to get to his website. I got to his website that way because when I kept on searching, I couldn't get to the website. I don't know what to say, tell you. I'm looking, still looking. And but I would go to the Freedom Forum and scroll down the subject. Right. It's like the, one of the last few subjects. It's about like I don't know if it's about petitions or activism or what you can do or learning about living as a targeted individual. That's pretty much the last. Let's down at the bottom. Um, let me go there now.
yeah, because you would think we would be able to get at least a yeah. thousand signatures on yeah. this thing. Uh, you don't even have to be a TI to sign it. I mean, if your family members believe you and they, you know, <laughs> care about no, you. No, they don't. They're part no. of it. Oh, <laughs> uh, my family believes me and they're behind no. me, so. Mm-hmm. You really sound very strong, though. I'm, I'm very surprised because oh, yeah, a lot I mean, of perps are not. They're not very strong. You know, they're trying to weaken us. Okay. Uh, let's see. Well, we have a pause in action. Linda, if you'd like to come and make your announcement, we have about an hour left in the call. Hello? Hello? Yeah? Yeah, Derek, uh, yeah, you, you, that you is for, uh, for Linda. Linda, she's... You have her, uh, you have her muted. Is she... Oh, there she is. Okay. Hi, Derek. Hello, everybody. Hi, Welcome to the call. Thank you. Yes, I'm going to open up a room after this call is over in about an hour, and the room number is 124-150. Very good. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Linda. Uh, hey, everyone. It's Michael. Uh heard y'all uh, talking about making a shirt and you know, a little campaign run. Um, I'm very interested in getting the shirt. If it looks well, I hope y'all post it on Derek's uh, uh, podcast and uh, gives... Uh, all of us a chance to uh, see if we like it. Maybe buy one. Well, yeah, we'll have everyone will have the opportunity to purchase one, Michael. Okay, okay. Derek. Yeah. Um, that link to the petition. Um, for those who want to find it, it's under activism, and then it's under petitions. So you'll activism. see technologies down at the bottom, but it's above. It says activism and then petitions. But can you send the link to that petition out in, like, the next newsletter? Okay. Uh, if you send it, it to it me, says, I'll... Uh, where is it? I don't know where the active... I'm not buying it. If you want to send it to me, I can publish it. Okay. I'm uh, so, uh, it's, uh... Miss Walk, you're trying to form. Uh, how many people is going to be in the group? How many? As many as it wants to, Michael. Uh, how many? Huh? How many are going to be in the protesting? Uh, uh, as many as want to. And they don't have to get a permit. Okay, what did you say? And they don't have to get a permit. No, they don't have to get a permit for what they're going to be doing. Okay. As long as uh, they're as long as they're not blocking off streets, they don't have to get a permit. They're going to be walking um, uh, walk trails, and that's that's regular traffic. Uh, walking traffic, they do not have to have a permit. 
So how are you doing, Derek? I'm doing all right, Michael. And yourself? Oh, just uh, just basics. You know, going through a lot of medical shit, and uh, hopefully, uh, I'm going to get that out of my way here soon. You know, but uh, a lot of strange things have been occurring. A lot of strange things. Only how? Yeah, and it was so far uh, so focused on stopping my heart. Seems like that's their life goal, you know. And uh, that's all they've been in ever since two thousand six. You know, they're strange, just strange. The plot formations, man, has ninety nine percent both sides. You know, I could have had a stroke and boom, been gone for good. But good Lord had his hand on me. You know, I didn't. But, uh. Is Anita still there? Is Anita still on the call? Hello? I don't know. I don't know. Anita? Hi. Is that you? No, Anita, I think I'm up. Oh. Hello? Hello? Somebody was asking about Anita? Yeah. Is, is this Anita? Yeah, yeah this, this is Mino. This is Mino. I just Hi. wondered I could meet you and Connie, and, and that would be good, actually. Okay, that's not a problem. Um, you would probably have to get up my my number from Derek. You can get my number from Derek if you want to. Okay. And there's mm-hmm. another. There's an, a couple other TIs and well, there's a few of them in Maryland. Yeah. Mhm. Connie, this is Linda in uh, Central California. I'd like to get your number too, from Derek. Okay. Uh, okay, if I come out to California, I'd be. I, I was oh, that's okay. I can, there. I have a family member there. Well, that's great. No, that's great. It's just I would like to be able to talk to you because I'm, I'm real big on putting up my mylar and doing my, you know, aluminum mesh, and I, I just, if you've got any hints, I'd appreciate knowing about them. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but, I mean, does that help with radiation? All the things you're talking about, because that goes through. The, that goes through the the. Um, Aluminum, um, or like the mesh, it would go right through it. Well, some oh. people don't. Uh, I'm I'm really EMF sensitive. Literally, my body is a tri-field meter, and I found numerous electronic bugs and devices, wireless oh. devices, with my body. <laughs> and 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 the tri-field meter is wasn't very effective when I was in the attic. The Romex wiring that's not encased in metal gives off a lot of electromagnetic radiation. Also, in the house, the wiring, they have the um, uh, coaxial cable and data cables running alongside the Romix wiring. And so it's really creating the quite a lot 
an electromagnetic field, and there's ways to fix that problem. I did it in my Connecticut home, and I did it here. Um, and I would be that glad to share it with others. That's Often interesting. Call. You mean the wiring you, The wiring we now see is run through metal, right? Metal tubing? No, no. The, wiring, the wiring in most modern. homes in modern. is, is um, encased in, like, vinyl and plastic. The old wiring in my ho- Connecticut home yeah. is encased in metal tubes. When I check for electromagnetic radiation, when it's encased in metal tubes, yeah. uh, it, go- it shows zero. When I go to yeah. the Romex, yeah. My tri-field was saying zero, but my DT1130, the cheap meter that measures in hertz, yeah. was saying there's a, and my body knew it. I just knew it. When I was putting up the mylar, I got close to it, and I knew it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's a way to fix it. There's an easy way to fix it. Mm-hmm. Well, you mentioned before wrapping it in, in um, aluminum foil, and I think that's a very good idea. Oh, aluminum foil, yeah. aluminum foil tape, yeah. um, well, especially do that to the... Is yeah. there a way we can just set up a meeting now, or do I have to call you? Is that how it works? What is your art? Can I email you? I, 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 I shared a lot of information. I, I never shared everything that helps me because I know there's perps on the line. And every time I say that something helps me, yeah. I go to the store to try to find it, and it's not there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll go to three stores, three of the same stores, and they're not at any of the stores. And those gang stalker, watcher, observers, whatever they are, mm-hmm. low lights or what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're watching, you know, So and they're listening, and I'm not giving up everything. I'm just not. I don't blame you. I tried to, to order um, aluminum mesh from Amazon, and it was it was in stock. 20 of them, were, or 20 rolls of 100 feet were in stock, and I ordered it, and it said, and canceled the order because it was no no longer in stock. I did that three times, and three times it was canceled. Wow! Even after I called customer service and said, "Do you have it? Would you look?" And then she and I, yeah, I placed the order, and she said, "Yes, I see your order. Yes, it's there. Yes, it will be delivered." It was canceled. Uh-huh. Yeah, and really, really, Darlene said it the other night, you really have to see what the government, know what the government is doing to protect themselves and their buildings and their body, you know, and and follow, do the same thing that they're doing. But even things like talc, um, chalky type things. So say somebody's getting hit by laser, even taking up like talcum powder or something and putting it on your skin, that can sort of help. I went to the store today to buy, I wanted to buy a bucket of chalk. But my my skin is completely orange, (laughs) completely orange. And and in the last two months, they've enlarged my breasts and I've gained weight in my belly area and they're totally trying to deform me. Well, so those are signs that you're... Those are signs you're being bombarded with electromagnetic radiation. When I became EMF sensitive, number one, I had to detox my, well, number one, I had to try to save my life because I think it was meant to kill me or severely disable me. So first I had to save my life and um, I did that. And then I had to. What saved your life? Well, I first I took an aspirin and it made the symptoms worse. My brain was basically oxidizing inside my head because I was hit with a, a high-powered um, electrical charge that went to my temple, and um, 
my brain was actually, I could hear it like I was experiencing severe neuropathy. Um, I would go to put a coffee on a table, miss it by six inches. I couldn't walk a straight line. I couldn't park my car straight. My memory was going. I mean, I was um, going down really fast, and I took an aspirin. It made the symptoms worse. Then Mm -hmm. I remembered what my surgeons told me when I was getting ready for 11 hours of surgery. They said, eat oranges, eat dark chocolate, and take fish oils. So I ate five oranges, I ate two dark chocolate candy bars, and I took a fish oil, and I felt a little better. And then I started... Well, I eat um, um, chickpeas, because chickpeas is brain food. Okay, and what do the oranges do? Vitamin C, it's it's detox. It's vitamin C. Vitamin C, it detoxes your entire body. Yeah. And then I, there were some days I took seven or eight fish oil pills. Every time I heard my brain creaking and oxidizing, I popped a fish oil. And I tell you, I'm doing really good now. I don't but take seven I, fish oil. Can I ask you, is this is this in the laws that this radiation is against the, against the law? Is it in, is it a law yet? No. Actually, the United States has the worst um limits of radiation exposure compared to many other countries and I'm mm-hmm. and they're like Russia. Israel is one of the strictest. Um Switzerland, Sweden, yeah. Holland, Europe, even Canada, mm-hmm. China, they have much stricter standards. We we're they're bombarding us with electromagnetic radiation and all these other countries are establishing stricter standards and lower mm-hmm. limits than the United States. Um, there are more and more people who are going to become EMF sensitive. But when you're gain, I gained weight and I tried everything to get it off and I couldn't. When I detoxed my body using seaweed, because in Japan many years ago, they were exposed to radiation and they used seaweed and then they lived another 30, 40, 50 years. So seaweed, mushrooms, you know, oh, yeah, get mushrooms. mushrooms, seaweed, cilantro, um, and there's so is, is chocolate is chocolate a detoxifier? No, um, it gives I you guess. antioxidants. Antioxidants. Yeah. Dark chocolate. Dark, dark, dark chocolate. chocolate. Yeah. Flavonoids and, or something. And, and I still think I still think them saying eat a big breakfast, eat a light lunch, and eat a very or eat a, a lunch and then eat a light dinner. I think that was gearing us up to this point because I'm telling you. Water is a carrier of energy, and our bodies are like 70% water or fluid. Mm-hmm. And this electromagnetic radiation is going to raise your white blood cell count. I was mm-hmm. having the same thing that lady talked about earlier, um, high spikes in my blood pressure. My blood yeah. pressure was always 110 over 70. Mm-hmm. I was getting 180 over 90. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> when I detoxed my body and when I did the did the fish oil and the oranges and the dark chocolate thing. Um, I lost 20 pounds in one month, and my family and friends were saying, wow. Are you, do you feel okay? You lost a lot of weight quick. I felt great. And yeah. um, I, got, I wore copper bracelets, and I asked my EMF. Finally, I found a doctor who treats EMF illness, and I said, what do you think of my copper bracelets? And he goes, I think it's going to help you keep a healthy thyroid. Whoa. And I said, what do you think my fish oil is going to do? He goes, it's probably going to help you keep a healthy copper bracelet. Copper yeah, bracelet. It doesn't really help that much. I have two of them on. Um, when, I, when I don't wear them, I notice I start gaining weight again. Whoa. So it yeah. is your thyroid. 
Right? Um, well, no, my thyroid is okay, according to the doctors. But a lot of people who have parathyroid tumors, it was probably caused by electromagnetic radiation. Um, Arthritis-type symptoms, cancer, I've had, been there, done that. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, like, um, how about your skin when it changes colors? What, what, do, you, what do you do for that? Um, it's a it's a good thing to, like, you can use, like, there's, like, olive oil masks and there's, like, clay masks, and I think that helps detox your body, too. Um, as far as your hair, I use, like, if you use um, Fructis, Garnier Fructis, they have Moroccan, like, this little bottle of oil, and I put a few drops in my hand, and I have long, dark hair, and I run it through my hair, and it creates a sheen, and I think it helps reflect the energies away from my head. Um, Coconut oil. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a big fan of olive oil. When I was in the hospital, there was a, a nice young nurse from Morocco, and I said, what are you doing here? And she says, because um, she told me she was from Morocco, and she says, um, in Morocco, the hospitals are empty. In America, the hospitals are full. Huh. So I said, well, why do you think your hospitals are empty? She said, because they grow most of their own food. And she said, the only oil she ever used all her life was olive oil. So ever since I met her, I've been just trying to use olive oil. And I read labels because they're putting canola oil in everything. And I... Somebody said, well, what's wrong with canola oil? And I have said, did you ever hear of a canola plant? I never <laughs> heard of a canola plant. <laughs> I think there is a, isn't there a canola nut or something like that? I could be wrong. No. Okay. Somebody said, no. <laughs> somebody, yeah. said, somebody said canola, can means Canada, and ola is like whale. <laughs> okay. Hmm. And and I have to say, I shared my office with a medical doctor, not from this country, and she said, Connie, never, ever eat canola oil. And this this girl knew her stuff. So she, I wasn't, I told her I don't, but, you know, I was before I met the girl from Morocco. But now I read labels. They're putting it in things. They put it in, like, chips, you know, tortilla chips and breads and all sorts of things. But I read labels. But anyway. So there are no laws against it to do this? I don't think. Well, you're not supposed to, like, laser somebody. You're you're not supposed to do that stuff. It's hard to prove this stuff. They do it so quick. Well, it's not about laser. They do laser x-ray and, and radiation baloney. It's a combination of things. So how, there are no laws against this in legislation. Is that it? Well, there's laws that you can't, like, assault somebody. But, again, you have to prove that somebody, like, at my apartment, they had a motorcycle pointing toward my apartment, and they had it hooked up to a satellite dish pointing at the sky, and they used to beam energy waves into my apartment and when I realized it one time when I was laying on the floor looking up toward the window and saw this round it was like one and a half feet round and inside I saw these squiggly waves and then I ran over and got a a chair and put the cat food on the chair and then put a huge mirror on top of the cat food so I could get the mirror up high enough and I basically reflected it back to them and then a few minutes later the maintenance man comes knocking on my door and he's trying to look over my shoulder to see what I did Mm-hmm. I have no problem reflecting this energy back in the direction that it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, Excuse me. So how can we make it legislation then? How can you get it passed? Because that's the only way you're going to be able to stop this. Because we can do well, all the yeah. detox in the world, but I think they've done this to me for years, for at least 10 years. It's just in the last two years I've, I've noticed it's like they're doing it a little more extreme. Mm-hmm. Even if well, they lightly radiate you, that's still assault. I know, Excuse so you have me. to try to... Yeah, Connie, I, I did I did find that petition, that, if I Where? could share just a, a little bit of information. Good. Okay, it, it has a real long website address that won't fit in the um, it won't fit in the talks you chat. Okay. So uh, I'm going to read the description here, and uh, if you all can type this or write it down, or and you probably won't have to write down the whole thing, but you might be able to. I didn't. I didn't try this, but you might be able to type in this the um, the petition name in in the Google search engine and might find it that way. But it, uh, the title is Put an Emergency okay. Order in Place and Follow Up with Subsequent Legislation to End Abuses Involving gang stalking, electronic harassment, and direct energy weapons. Petition? Yeah, that's, um, yeah, it, it says a petition, petition U.S. House Representative, but there's a, uh, for some for, for some reason they don't they don't put a number on these otherwise uh you know it'd be much easier to find but um you know like i said i i did i did paste the the link in the room but they're going to have to put they'll have to uh put those together so uh yeah derek if you can um if you can send out a link to that uh in your next uh, message that would probably be the easiest thing to do I, I don't get it. So there's this this petition you're you're putting forth, or you, it's already been put forth. It, it's out there on Change.org, and it has 800 and something signatures. But it needs, I guess, a thousand for something to happen. So even though this nothing might come of it, we we've got we should try. And I don't know mm-hmm. why we can't get it. Why thousand. wouldn't it not come of it? We need this has to be. I mean, obviously, it seems to be a method that is being used on several people, thousands of people maybe? How come it's not become law? Well, well, well we need to do something. And I think because 60 to 70% of TIs are women, single women living alone, getting that yeah. and targeted, um, we, need to, we also need to start a separate petition and give it to the Office Against uh, Violent Acts Against women's, it, Women. It was actually the 20-year anniversary, and Biden and Hillary Clinton made a big deal a bit about it and all this other stuff. Well, there's a director, and we need to get a petition together, and we need mm-hmm. to send it to that office. Um, and we need to get their attention on this, that they're doing targeting a lot of single women. Well, and minorities. 
in yeah. minorities. Because yeah, but no, this office deals with violent acts against women. This is a violent act against women. When you're lasering that, you know, I've been hit with the razor laser. I've been hit with a microwave. I've been hit with, you name it, I've probably been hit with it. But they only do it once. And to the person who said, well, radiation can go right through aluminum foil and this stuff, and that stuff, I'm EMF sensitive, so I'm really, when I shield They my have body, some things that go the right right through you. What do you do for that? Well, I shield my I shield my house and my room. Like in my Connecticut bedroom, I put flat paint on top of the semi-gloss, and then I put mylar, sheets of mylar, and then I put flat paint again, and it was very effective. Yeah, but if they're in the house doing it, how do you get, how do you prove that? Well, okay, so this is the thing. I realize they're shooting things from the sky into the house because I've actually seen the radio waves. And if you get a nine LED flashlight, and I don't know if this is because I have a chip and somebody else might not, but I have this nine little LED flashlight. You can get it at Harbor Freight for free or you can go to the Dollar Tree store. And basically um, you can turn off your bedroom light or light and you can scan your ceiling back and forth slowly, and if they're beaming some radio waves in, it's going to pulse, uh, um, go dim bright, dim bright. Um, if they actually planted a device in your attic, which they do that too, a number of us have had antennas in our attic, homemade antennas put in our attic. I've seen the trail where, they, where they've gone to put it right above my bed. When I was at my brother's house in Idaho, there was a trail, and if I could have gotten my fat parts up there, I would have went and looked. But I couldn't get that high. I couldn't climb that high. I was on the very top of their highest ladder. And well, you're no. absolutely right. But on that lines, if you really want to see the energy, get a really good high definition. Um, most most of your smartphones that they have now, like your your notes or your iPhones, take pictures in your house. Then look at them. It's kind of hard to miss. If it looks all smeary, like you've got like a really bad picture, that's the technology. That is the radiation running through your house. Actually, yeah, go so back and look at go back and look at the pictures that are in your phones. So I, I think you'll my, be stunned. I put mylar in the roof rafters, and that's pretty effective too. Um, and then what I did was I seal, sealed a lot of the holes. And anybody who has hollow doors. You know, I painted um, mine the other day with um, a flat, chalky ceiling paint, and it was very effective because I think a lot of these, they were planning this for years. So, you know, them doing away with brown paper bags in stores, them putting, you know, installing hollow doors, doing away with copper pipes, making them PVC pipes, and, you know, they were planning this for years. So, you know, I'm learning really quickly what are the most effective materials to, number one, shield myself and shield the house and, um, and block them. Mm-hmm. And, and it's working. I have to say it's working. Um, I so know there are things, things that you can, if they were in the room next to you or something and they're doing something and they're trying to get waves go right through you, what can you do? 
You you layer materials. Look up Wilhelm Reich and Oregon Energy. He was right on, but he we have to reverse what he did. He made an organ room, and he basically layered inorganic and organic materials, and inside the final layer was metal. And he would put a wooden chair, and he would sit people in there who were terminally ill with cancer, and they were going into remission. The government went after him for 10 years. They got him on a technicality and sent him to jail for two years because one of his... Um, fellow, fellow, whatever, medical professional studying underneath him shipped something from Maine to like New York or something. So anyways, he got, he got, the FDA went after him and they put him in jail and eight months into his stay, I think, um, two months prior to his 60th birthday, he died of a heart attack, but he was on to something. What we have to do is we have to layer absorptive and reflective materials And that means you take mylar, aluminum foil, metal, and you layer it with cardboard or like um, a cotton tarp or, you know, natural fibers. And um, that's a way to protect you. But um, it matters what they're hitting you with. So I'm putting together information, but I'm not sure how I can get it out there because I know if I give it, if I just give it to everybody, the perps are going to know what's helping me and what's helping other people, and they're going to make it harder for people to get these things. Mm-hmm. But, you mm-hmm. know, like lasers. Lasers okay. have a heart. can't go through, like, sheetrock and paper. I guess some can if they're really high-powered. <clears throat> but um, I do notice <clears throat> a lot of the techniques and tactics that they're using in this house that I'm staying in, and I'm... I'm blocking them. I'm just realizing what they're doing. And like the hollow doors, I'm basically going to drill a hole at the top of the hollow door, and I have shredded material made out of mylar, aluminum foil, and brown paper bag material, and, you know, the toilet paper rolls and the paper towel holders. Well, I don't throw them away. <laughs> but um, I'm going to fill the doors. And, I'm, and and just painting them with flat, chalky paint makes a huge difference. Awesome. It's really interesting. Because these energies go right through it. There have been TIs that they put cameras in the hollow door. I think doors. these people are really sick-minded. I mean, this is like nobody yeah. normal does this. No. Unfortunately, we, we our response makes us look abnormal, but we have to do what we I have know. to do. But they do yeah. that on purpose. They don't but want the more anybody angry, listening the, to if us. You get, if you get angry, they, they do it more. But it's like, are you know, it's like, of course you're going to get angry. You're hurting my body and my life, and I don't need it. And so they get angry, though, whoever their leader is or whatever. I mean, are they just not happy people? Like they have no life? Like they have no spouses or kids? This is what they're teaching them? It's disgusting. Well, some of these people believe that we're bad people because of whatever horrible thing that they've been told. And if you, on TV, they have commercials about buzz driving. And it goes through and it says, we're going to fine you. We're going to take everything you have and make you poor. So don't do this. Anyway, if you think about it, they're at least part of it. They're showing to the public what they're doing to us. There's a lot more to it that the public doesn't understand at this point. That somebody has decided, and, and I found it, there's the blacklisting that they're doing. Uh, Obama had a lot to do with it. 
Anyway, they're adding a, a third of a million people per year to this blacklist. Once you're on that this list, you're toast. You're, you're a TI. Getting work is going to be next to impossible. And they're going well, to how do you know? You how do you know if you're on that list? If you're well, the reason, well, the reason I know is because I had a, I had an, um, a supervisor tell me flat out. She said, I want to hire you. But because if I do, they'll close my place down. That's why That's I know. Crazy. That's crazy. Wow. I know I'm on the blacklist, and people say I won't do. They won't do this. They won't do that because they'll step up their targeting. And I look at it this way: somebody put me in a batting lineup that I didn't want to be in. Right now, mm-hmm. I'm sitting at home plate with a bat, and I have to try to hit a home run. I am not going to back down. If they're going to kill me, they're going to kill me. I already died once, yes. and God brought me back in 2010. I think he brought me back for a reason. So screw these people. Come at me hard. They came at me very hard the night I was on um, um, uh, Darlene Miles' call because after she shared those documents, told us where to find the documents on Ken's website, I started blasting you know, things on Facebook. And, oh, my gosh, they did come after me hard. They were hitting me with extreme low frequency, and I was going from my bedroom downstairs to, downstairs, and then back up to my bedroom and doing that several times trying to find out where, where is it most comfortable in the house. And at one point when I got off the couch, they tried to hit me with something, but they hit the 200-pound dog. He's an English Mastiff, and he yelped, and he jumped down on the floor and got, me, got on the wood floor. Um, and that's when I realized that... Um, I, the chalky, the chalky flat paint is going to help, and the columns. They were basically hitting things off the wires and the columns, and doing this electronic frequency and all this other crap. But they came at me hard that night. What documents? Like, how do you put this? Did ever anybody hear of that guy Brian? Is he still there, Brian? Too? Is he still around? You can Google him. Um, Brian is en route um, at this time. Uh, lately, he has been traveling from South America to Russia, and he is en route. Last I heard, he was in Frankfurt, Germany, um, and I'm not sure how he plans. Well, he plans to go to Finland, I believe, and then over to Russia. Mm-hmm. So um, just kind of waiting to hear more. Um, he sent a message. If you read today's newsletter... It has a detail of his itinerary. I didn't um, get a newsletter. I didn't get one. My okay, email. well, I can send you one. Okay. Uh, send me your email and I'll send you one. Okay. So anyway, that's where Brian is. So we're just kind of waiting to hear. I was wondering if you would hear from him tonight. I haven't seen him so far. Hmm. Yeah. So... So I hope it all goes well. For some reason, he's bound and determined to get to Russia as if that's going to help him. Mm -hmm. I don't know. So um, just real quick, if you go to gmnken.com, you're going to see it says every citizen is targeted, and it gives the Department of Defense documents, and on page 58 of this 60, I think 62 or 64 page document, it says the experimentation. They can do it on unwitting c- citizens, um, surveillance 
surveillance, the people under surveillance, and they can do it for people who committed crimes. So basically, that covers everybody. Everybody fits into one of those categories. And um, if you go a few lines down, it basically says they need they need your consent. Um, if somebody doesn't consent, they can't experiment on you. And that's why on Facebook that night, I started saying, I do not consent to intentional or unintentional experimentation. I, excuse me, but I think this is torture. It's not experimentation. These are criminal groups that, that are torturing and trying to kill people. With some of us, I think it's experimentation because there's so many observers. I mean, they have to watch you. They want to see how is it affecting you. Oh. If they wanted to take me out, they could take me out in a heartbeat, you know. <laughs> but I think this whole thing, is they, they must be insane because this is like, uh, this is the most ludicrous thing. I mean, but I really believe this has been going on um, in my life for 15 years. That's why I've not I've not been able to do exactly what I was supposed to do in my life. They totally slowed me down. They made me like without a home and money and a car. I mean, they're disgusting. They're really they're on. They are the anti anti what God stands for. If you for. really if you really want to get back at them, because that's what they did to me. They had me to the point where. They thought I was going to sit on a chair forever. And instead, I, I picked up my fat parts. I walked out of the room. And I think that's why they're so angry at me. It's because they want me in a room so they can sexually assault me. Instead, I work. I do the things that I want. I go where I want. And so I get hit harder. But the harder they hit, the more I push back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I... It's not easy, though, because I don't have one or two people doing this. It seems like a big group, and they just need to they need to go away. And But I'm, I'm going to bring this out in the, in the public that this has happened to me. And, and, they, and they do say on Ken's website they use community policing to maintain mm-hmm. civil obedience. So maybe they, you know, I'm a whistleblower. And, um, I'm not that's... a whistleblower. I don't know what a whistleblower is, but... I I don't know. I mean, this is like a criminal thing in my situation because family members got insurance policies on my mom and then all of a sudden she was killed and, you know, things like that. So it's like, to me, this is not experimentation. This is torture and intent to murder. There's no, there's okay. no like, sugar coating but, but, but the point I'm bringing up about the consent is if you don't, if you don't say you, you do not consent, silence means you consent. So that's why I'm sending letters to DOJ, CIA, NSI, DOD, all of the agencies, <laughs> President Obama, Congress. I do not consent, and I did. And if I am on sur- some surveillance list, they put me there on false information. And it's because I blew the whistle. They made me EMS sensitive, as far as I'm concerned. I'm not. I'm not. I'm going to expose this. I don't care. Screw them. I think that's a good idea. I'm going down to city hall because I have local gang stalkers. Somebody has this like. Um, yeah, but how do you prove gang stalking? How do you prove it? <clears throat> well, when people have like things pointed at your house, like for instance, I went to a TI's house, and when you looked at the 
um, big picture window across the street. It looked like they had five or six little lights, like almost like Christmas lights, and they right. were random. But when you looked at an angle with binoculars distinctly, you saw two laser lights pointing at our house. I have to get that. We we both witnessed it, um, but I have to figure out how to get it on camera, get a picture of it, or record it. And that's proof. That guy should not have two laser lights pointing at our house. But see, I've seen the laser coming through the window. I, I have I have pictures of the laser. And and you can see where it burned a hole in the blind. Mm-hmm. And that does I mean the cops don't seem to care about that. Well, I mean I, think I don't the cops know how are to... part of this anyway. I I do too. Well, that's like, why it's good to go to the attorney general and and the state legislators, and not if the local government is not going to do anything about it, and then you need to go to the state legislators. And um, if you if know what, I have federal, congressmen that are in, in. I'm in a hotel, and most of these rooms are full of congressmen. And let me tell you, they're involved. Yes. No ifs, buts, or anything about it. You're okay. you're right. You're right. And so the way is to expose it to the public. That's why, like, you know, when they did the radiothon, I was sending out tweets right and left. Oh, Dr. Duncan is speaking now about this. Blah blah. You know, and I just did like can all I, these. Can I can I can I get on your tweet list? Because like I didn't know about Darlene's call, and I've never heard Dr. Duncan not once. I would love to know when when those are. And nine town of it. Most of the time Darlene when Derek said something really to me, good. yeah, it would have been yeah. nice to have heard. I recorded 45 minutes of it, but I think somebody should do it again. It would be great if Derek could have Darlene Miles on a Saturday night call because she's worth listening to. Well, um, I, what I was trying to say is that, mo- like, Derek's, um, his announcements, Nine times out of ten, I get them a week later. Somehow they're able to slow down my uh, email slower than regular mail. Most of the time that I know about something is when another TI calls me and says, hey, do you know about? What is that? I, I found no. out about Darlene's call at the last minute. I almost missed it. Um, I called in like a half an hour late. I missed the first half hour. But again, that was a really good call. Connie? Yeah? I have a quick question. Um, I haven't slept more than five hours in two months because of them. Are any of you, have any of you had to do with the sleep deprivation? Yeah. Yeah, it catches up with me. Are they hitting you with, what are they hitting you with? What are they doing to you? Well, it's, it first started with the electronic harassment, like with my Xbox and like random stuff like that. No, but how are they keeping you awake? I don't know. I would just wake up every, like, two hours, and then uh, okay. my legs will start twitching. 
They're probably Excuse me, can doing y'all hear me? I'd like to say something to him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh. I was having trouble sleeping also, but I started taking um, iodine pelt, the uh, natural form of iodine, and also melatonin, and H2, HTTP, or whatever that is, um, not HTTP, uh, I forget the name of it, but it's something, H, HTTP something or another, but melatonin and that together uh, helps your sleep, along with the iodine. Supplement for uh, the pill. Okay. Well, melatonin is it's um, all by itself is a sleeping agent. It's natural. You find that that's when you um, it's part of the the tropin that you get with turkey on your Thanksgiving dinner that makes you tired. So, so what? I think the other is HTP HTP supplement, I believe. Okay. Right. We had and if that real, doesn't work, if if those don't work, a Benadryl usually will put you to sleep for a good six yeah. hours. Benadryl. Even if they attack you? Valerian right? What? Yeah, but even though they're attacking you, you if you sleep, you, there are hormones that are released that are actually healing your body. So they're really just, they're really like going against the grain because they're really actually stupid because your body's healing yourself every minute. Your cells are healing. Every day you get X amount of hours of sleep you need, you're healing. So they're putting all this energy into hurting you, but your body's healing. And so that's what's going on. There's a back and forth kind of thing going on. That's right. Can I, can I add really, If you can. If, if you keep pulling up all the shielding, that you think you need, and sleep, because that's the number one thing you need. I just wanted to add a couple of things. There's something called tryptophan. It's the same kind of thing that you get when you eat a good turkey dinner and feel relaxed. All right, it comes in a capsule. You can get that. That's natural. I I certainly agree with that melatonin. That helps me. There's also valerian root. It is, uh, it's a natural uh, thing, too. And Benadryl. I've heard uh, several people talk about Benadryl. Don't overdo any of it. Just enough so, of it, so one thing they're doing is they're going through your eyes and your ears, and in the beginning part of your ears are sensories that go directly to your brain, and they can send frequencies, and they can look up the lily wave video. They can send them through your electronics. <laughs> so the most important thing is shield your phone when you're trying to sleep. That means wrap it in two layers of aluminum foil, put it in a metal box, try to minimize the electronics around you, put child plugs, plastic plugs, in your outlets and cover them with aluminum foil or foil tape. And then in your ears, put cotton balls dipped in olive oil. Um, I've told this to numerous TIs who get V2K or who have um, sleep disturbance. And basically your blood is creating a tight seal against, you know, your ear. And you can even take like a a 100% cotton type t-shirt and fold it and make a headband, cover your eyes and your ears after you put cotton balls. How can I ask you, how do you prove that this is happening to you? That's the question. I don't think any of us know how to really do that. I can tell you well, lots yes, and lots of pictures. We have, we have plenty of proof, actually. We're starting to develop that. Um and that was asked of us recently. Um, all of the the meters that we have been working with, these uh, these effects that these guys are are doing upon us, they are operating on frequencies, 
And basically, we have been working with that the past few months, the past year, I guess, and developing, um, uh, finding these devices that pick up and detect these frequencies. So um, the more you learn about these uh, handheld um, uh, signal detection devices, the better off you'll be in terms of proof because these things that they're doing, um, they they all operate, many of them, on frequencies. You've got to... If you get a device that can pick up those frequencies, then you can prove your case. And that's going to make a lot of difference when we talk to these officials because they are going to want more than us telling them this is happening to them, to us. They're going to want proof, and this is the closest thing to proof that we have at this time. This is, so, um, is this meter? Is this what? Is, I'm sorry. These are, these are the meters that uh, we've been talking about lately. Uh, we had a webinar last month, and uh, Neil and Dwight, uh, they both had uh, numerous devices that they used to detect these frequencies. And we'll be having more of these webinars because uh, we like to get as uh, many of these devices into the hands of as many in the, in the community as we can. Because mm-hmm. this is going to be uh, the, our proof for uh, officials that we talk to that mm-hmm. we are being attacked with these frequencies. Even if you're just being um, uh, remote neural monitoring, remote uh, neural monitor, in my case, that's mostly what I get, um, these frequencies can all be detected. And it's mm-hmm. a matter of uh, getting the right uh, equipment, the right devices, and, mm-hmm. uh, and capturing these frequencies. How can, so, I get, um, how can I get that? Okay, we're, we're going to be having more of these seminars, these webinars, so that you all can learn how to use these devices so that um, if you're asked, you can show people right. that this is, these frequencies are what's coming in at right. you. And this is why you're, you're feeling uh, sleep deprived. This is why you're getting these pains. This is why mm-hmm. you're getting these attacks uh, to the mind and body because mm-hmm. of these uh, torture frequencies. So okay. that's going to be important for us uh, in the next few months. Mm-hmm. And um, all all this has happened, guys. All this has happened within the past year, mm-hmm. in terms of developing the type of uh, proof that we will need to prove our case. Mm-hmm. So this is an important development. We're going um, to be Derek, why, um, Derek, why why did this? I don't know you too well. This is the a couple times I've been on the phone where you've been on the phone. How how come this started happening with you? Well, because I was in the military. And I was uh, stationed at NSA, and that's how I got tagged with with the stalking, and that followed me back home, and it's it's, it's still here today. So um, I thought NSA was part of it. NSA was part of this, right? Well, yeah, they're definitely part of it. All the intel agencies are. Uh, um, uh, um, Derek? Derek? Yeah. Are there laws on the books on some states about people pointing their cell phones at you, at a person? Do you know? Um, you know, someone was saying about uh, they're starting to, to develop some laws about uh, mm-hmm. people pointing their cell phones at you. I've not seen any legislation about that right. specifically. Right. I wanted to kind of get that going because I thought about trying to get some of that. This is Anita some of that going in the state of Maryland about people pointing their cell phones at you. And but, sometimes, maybe, um, but 
I mean, that, they do that to me too. And if you tell a cop it, they just they look at well, you like you're stupid. Well, I'm not. I'm, I'm saying about us introducing that in the showing proof that if you point a cell phone at someone, there is some, you know, microwave. Yeah, that, 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 that would be the legislation, right. but I would, not try, I would not attempt it at the state level. No. We are not really ready for that type of law. Uh, we do not have a small army of lobbyists right. that can lobby these state houses uh, day, right. in, uh, mm-hmm. day in and day out for this right. type of legislation. We're not at the I'm congressional just, level. We're not at right. the state level. Right. I'm I'm just asking the question because that's something that these cell phone devices are being used also to harass us. Many sure. of these, uh, absolutely. absolutely. Yes, yes, absolutely. It and is. Right. This is part of this can absolutely be part of our complaint. Right. When we talk to these officials about the, the cell phones and things like that, mm-hmm. um, they're down, I mean, uh, some of these um uh, signal detection devices can be downloaded onto smartphones and yes, and, yes. Uh, and so forth. And just as um, just as these types of devices can be, these signals can be uh, detected on smartphones. They can also be uh, these torture frequencies can also be downloaded on them as well. Yes, so, yes, they can. Yeah. So all of this. What is does it look new. like? What does it look like, though? We don't know. Well, the apps, I don't. I'm, I really don't know what the apps will look out like, but the, but they'll just look like a regular smartphone. You know, mm-hmm. it's just that these uh, this information, mm-hmm. these, these uh, technologies are being used by the cell phones. Well, well one thing is, I have I have I have pictures that it's a it's a creamy white beam. You can't see it with your naked eye, but if you take a picture of it, you can see it's a creamy white beam. It's approximately. I don't know, an inch in diameter, and it hits you. Mm-hmm. And oh, I've yeah. got several of those kinds of pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek, I okay, have, if, um, if, you can, uh, if you can get pictures of these beams along with um, mm-hmm. signal evidence of you being attacked, that is solid evidence. Um, yeah, so, so hold on just a second. So if mm-hmm. I can show like, where oh, the beam is hitting me, that's, that's considered evidence? Yeah. Because well, yeah. I've got I've got those. Okay, I've had those for a couple okay, of years. Not, okay, I'm not sure if that will hold up in a court of law. However, you might be able to convince an official of uh, this type of, these types of attacks. Uh, and, uh, um, Derek, the call is going to end real quick. I just want to ask Connie if she's going over to Linda's call. Connie, what, are you what, still there? What what what's her code? I said, are you going? Oh, her code, her room number is. I think one two four one five zero is Linda's uh, room number. I wanted to ask you a question about uh, the petition. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay, um, uh, Linda, the call is going to be ending here uh, automatically in about ten minutes or so. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. The uh, the code for Linda's room again is one two four one five zero. And uh, to answer your question, um, uh, uh, gosh, it's got your name, uh, girl from Nebraska, uh, Karma. Karma. Um, let's see. Yeah, basically, if you can present uh, pictorial evidence, video evidence of um, these beams coming out of a telephone or a cell phone, yeah. along with um, 
your signal, you know, signal device, signal detection device, mm-hmm. uh, that would be that'd be pretty good. Convince that'd be uh, mm-hmm. that could convince officials of what's happening to you. Um, I'm not sure how how much that will hold up in court, mm-hmm. but uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not sure what the uh, what the burden mm-hmm. of the line of uh, proof will be for that. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but for, for for talking to officials about what's happening to us, mm-hmm. um, basically they just need to see that a number of citizens, um, a significant number of citizens, are being harmed by these technologies. Mm-hmm. And that the health and safety of the general citizenry is in danger, and mm-hmm. for them to take action, that's all they need to see. Mm-hmm. So, um, mm-hmm. we're going to be looking at that in the next few months. Mm-hmm. We're already starting to um, uh, up in Richmond. Amy just had a, um, a conference call yesterday again with the vice mayor, and a number of us were on that conference call. Mm-hmm. And she became concerned about um, a number of us were talking about these, these technologies. She mm-hmm. was asking questions. She, um, people were coming up with a history of MK Ultra and all this stuff. It just kind of overwhelmed her. And then finally, she came out and said, "Well, what if what if people do not believe this?" Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's going to take more than us telling them these officials mm-hmm. what's happening. We're going okay. to need to provide some type of visual proof that mm-hmm. these frequencies are doing this to us, and that's where these mm-hmm. devices come in. Mm-hmm. Well, and you know there are various they, ones. There are mm-hmm. various ones that um, that we need to know about, mm-hmm. and that's why we're having these webinars so that we can be educated mm-hmm. as to what mm-hmm. they are and how to use them. Mm-hmm. What what day of the week are you guys having those? Okay, we're are planning. You, are you skyping to... them, or how are you doing that? Okay, there's a, there's an interface called AnyMeeting.com. And that's what we used uh, last month uh, for that uh, webinar. And we'd like to have another one in March. And I'll, I'll talk to Neil, I'll talk to uh, Dwight about this. Uh, we'll probably have one uh, regularly for a while until you know we feel that the community has enough of these devices to where that they can uh, talk um, credibly to an official about what's happening to them. What what types of signals are coming into their homes and attacking them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's going to take, uh, there's a learning curve there. So we'll probably be doing this like every other month for a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. These devices, how much, to have enough of them, How? what kind of cost are we talking about? Minimal cost. Uh, this one device Neil was talking about cost seven. $7.99. Oh, wow. So we're talking about very minimal investment, and it would give you maybe not frequency numbers, but it can tell you where the hot spots are. Where the signals are. Oh, God, are where do I get that? Okay, uh, he told me the name, but I don't exactly remember. Who did? Uh, but we'll be, uh, Neil, Neil was talking about this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's the. Um, I can remember the letters and numbers. Um, uh, well, let's see. Uh, Dr. Marin, does Neil have the same telephone number? I heard he changed it. Is that true? Um, he has the same telephone number. Okay. Uh-huh. It's the uh, P308. Oh, okay. Are you talking about the conference call? 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well, I don't know. Yeah, I understood that was for uh, invite only is the way I understood that. Yes, it's invitation only, and you'd have to ask Neil what the number is. Right, but I, I just meant a phone number. Oh. I'm I'm sorry that I interrupted. Please continue to talk about the device because I'd like to know how to get one. Okay, well, these devices are um, are very uh, very easily easily obtain, obtained. I have to find out where to get them myself. And uh, the number. Let me see if anybody in the chat room knows. Uh, it's um, it's said, the said, um What is the name of the device, Dr. Marion? What is the name of, of the um, signal detection device that you're using? Uh, that you um, sent me a number of videos using this device. What's the name of it, if you could tell me? I'm getting it tomorrow. What? Uh, Dr. Marion, are you there? Can you hear me? Hello? Okay, I'm talking to uh, Dr. Marion. I don't know if he hears me, but... uh, Dr. Marion, are you there? Can you uh, hear me? Okay. Uh, well, the, is it the, the call's C3? about to go off. If if um if I don't make it in this time, we'll uh, we'll do it next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's important that as many of you as possible get a hold of these devices. They're only okay. like like eight dollars. Mm-hmm. And uh, they can provide definitive mm-hmm. proof for you. Mm-hmm. Where do you find that? Excuse me, sorry. Excuse me, what is that? Where do you find it? Okay, if if uh, I can find it out in just a few minutes, if uh, if you guys are going over to Linda's call, I'll call over mm-hmm. there. Uh, it's with um, the number it's from Amazon, and it's uh, the C three O eight. That's it. That's it. It's uh, what? Amazon. Okay, uh, it's called what? C three zero eight and it's from Amazon. Okay. Right, right. What does C3. the C what does those letters stand for? What kind of machine is it? Oh my god. Um uh, see um okay. in, uh, it's an okay. analyzer? Uh, okay. You'll uh, see it it'll come right up on Amazon. Someone just put put the number into the chat. It's the it's uh C three O H. It's C S and Charles three oh eight and it can be found on Amazon. Uh, excuse me, Derek. Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. This is Anita again. The reason why I actually brought and I know we're gonna be cut off in a minute. The reason why I brought up the cell phone issue is because I work in a community school and at one of my gang stalkers, a couple of my gang stalkers are my parents that work in that are have children in my classroom. And I actually had a conversation with one of the gang, and I'll talk to you about it on an individual basis with the parent. Mm-hmm. And I'm eventually, and we sat down, and I'm eventually going to ask her, what is the, um, can I see what you're doing? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I actually sat down. She left my room. She mm-hmm. put the device at me. Right, and then right, she right. left. 
she left. Then I asked her, son, can you please go get your mom, please? I didn't tell her. She came back, and we sat down a couple of minutes, and we talked to children on the left. And I actually sat down with her, looked her in her face, and I asked her, well, why are you, you know, doing this? And I had a, and I'm not going to get in full details because I know our conversation is probably being listened to, but and I'm going to talk to you about it. And I'm, and I, I am going to see that app that she has that she's used. She hasn't done it since the conversation that I had with her. Okay. Anita, well, if I, you uh, find out, Anita, if you find that out, would you would you share that with us? Well, I, that's what I, I wanted to kind of. I'm going to probably speak to Derek about it one-on-one and have him share it because I'm just starting with it. This is a person who I've been who I've taught her son for three years. So when she came in my classroom and did that to me, I was very surprised. And um, I got some information I'm not going to share right now. I will share it with Derek about why, you know, and um Okay, well, Neil, Neil was telling me about an altercation that he had with someone was pointing a cell phone at him, mm-hmm. and he uh, he kind of walked over and threatened the guy. In oh no, I uh 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 not that uh didn't know. Okay, well you know, I'm not now, no, 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 I'm just saying that that that's uh, what Derek. Uh uh-uh, Derek, this person is someone that I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Okay, well, this, this is not not it wasn't a confrontational. Okay, no well, they are using. Yeah, they are using these cell phones um, to uh, to do these attacks as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, there's a variety of know. methods, including cell phones. So it's you know all kinds of handheld yeah. methods. So so well, really, these these cell phone companies need to be alerted that they shouldn't make their cell phones um, have these apps. You know, make that these apps can't be uh, downloaded. They have to make well, them. Well, I mean. I don't know if that is possible at this point, but they could make these apps illegal. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right, right. I have about, in my school, I'm being gang stalked a lot in my school. And I, I have all these teachers who also have availability to these apps and to these appliances also. I think they were given to them. Anita? Yes. My, some of my patients do it to me along with my coworkers. Because yes. I'm a nurse, and it's like it's it's really hard to take care of somebody who you know hurts you, and then you're not allowed to do anything about it because mm-hmm. if you do, you lose your job. Right, of and course. it's like yeah, and so imagine I mean, yeah, and that's what that I guess that's why I'm sharing that, and um, from that from that work experience and that happening, it actually just started. It actually started last year. And I, I know the young the young lady next to me. She was just I think just out of college, and she was doing it to me. But then I mm-hmm. I, I actually participated no mind. But when you have about ten people all day while I'm teaching doing that to you, and then exactly. you're saying that, it is kind of.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.